0: Welcome to Dungeons & Drams, a homebrew D&D campaign live played for your enjoyment. There's whiskey, laughter, and usually more whiskey. We stream weekly on our YouTube channels, so we hope to see you there. And now, on with the show. Hello everybody and welcome to Dungeons & Drams, where me and tonight, just Adriana, are going to be doing a little interlude where we explore uh, some of Urngor Zuek with Tallinn Creek. So Adriana, what are you drinking tonight, as if we don't already know?
1: Right. I actually poured more while we we're chatting beforehand, uh, and it is. Oh, I lost the bottle, but it is an old elk pick that I got in Vegas a couple oh. years ago. We got two bottles of it. It's one of the best weeders I've ever freaking had, and like for me, this is the proof that if you can get an old elk pick, you mm. should. They're so good.
0: I have um, bad luck with old elk. I've tried a few of them, and so far, I at best I've been like lukewarm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't like their regular stuff. I've yet Mm. to like a regular release or the weird Utah did a pick of their like weeded whiskey, not weeded bourbon, Mm -hmm. like wheat whiskey. Um, But (laughs) this is so good. Like we tried it at the liquor store. I've sent samples to people before. Mm -hmm. And like rarely do people actually get back to me about how the samples are. But each time people have been like that old elk was ridiculous. I'm like, yeah. So Mm. to me in my head, I'm like, oh, old elk weeded bourbon picks at least okay that are like, well, you know cast strength proof sort of thing
0: well if you're listening and well, you see an old elk uh weeded pick store pick it's on it. a good gamble well then let me ask you since i assumed that you'd be drinking knob creek i picked out i have a yeah. my right my regular knob creek the hundred proof i've got the single barrel reserve which i think i'm gonna have that second because that's 120 um and then i have my rye so should i ha- start with the bourbon or the rye what would you say
1: well damn I didn't know you were had like a Knob Creek lineup I totally would have done that I, I did start with Knob Creek 12 I just uh, assumed <laughs> you know I, I'm trying to change it up because everybody judges me so
0: well, so you, have a, you um, have a hold on you've got the you know what, I see that old granddad back there the 114 so I'll, I'll hey, drink that there with we you go. instead alright
1: we'll do that instead Sweet. see Sweet. this is just your way of I talking
0: have... me from going from 100 proof to 114 and that's I mm-hmm. understand
1: <laughs> would that help uh things like would well, that help me get advantage on rolls <laughs>
0: keep keep in mind that uh piddles accidentally made you unconscious without me realizing it so drinking more might not necessarily turn out well for
1: you oh yeah <laughs> that was that was not great i'm just realizing that my dice are out of reach oh okay i can see them
0: but- well after you pour, why don't you go grab them, yeah. and then uh, and then we'll get yeah. right to it. When you guys saw us last, Tallinn was just separating from the group who was heading down with the Obsidian Blades to go plan a little heist. But Tallinn decided that she had a little extra adventure that she wanted to go on on the side. But first, I do want to remind you that Booker is at the Silverpaw Spa and uh, needs to be picked up. And I would suggest doing so prior to heading over to the Spinning Spores
1: perfect because i definitely want to go pick up booker and see how clean and beautiful he is and how <laughs> fixed his paws are
0: Wonderful.
1: so i'm all about it
0: excellent all right so we'll have you kind of just go over to the silver spa uh, silver paws spa harder to say than it sounds um and uh, as you kind of come up there th- booker is all ready for you and he has a uh, he's he's perfectly manicured he's got a nice You know, shiny coat he's wearing one of those little bandanas around his neck that says positively dwarventastic
1: oh my god that's fucking ridiculously cute i can't that's so good i need that custom bandana after this i'm going to shopify and making that
0: (laughs) and uh when he sees you he he kind of jumps up on you and he's very excited to see you looking at your face (laughs) etc (laughs) etc now the (laughs) all-important question uh is Booker going to be wearing his top hat tonight?
1: So I was going to ask, actually, mm-hmm. because I think I left it there and they were adding the strap. Could I stop back there now? Like, would it be ready? Can uh, I stop so back and pick up my top hat?
0: You would have taken it when when you left. It only took a little while. Okay, they'd kind of already,
1: like, around. attached mm-hmm. it and everything. Abso- Absolutely. fucking literally, that's the first thing. <laughs> With the bandana. Bandana mm-hmm. is still on. And I'm currently, after giving him lots of smooches, because he looks beautiful and now he smells good. No offense, Booker. Are you stunk. And now I'm immediately putting on his top hat and seeing how it looks. And I think Mm -hmm. that Booker is loving it. Like, he is feeling himself. He's, like, strutting.
0: So, uh, Booker is going to make a performance uh, check real quick. (gasps) So, Booker, oh, wow. Booker's actually uh, got a negative modifier to his performance, which I'm very surprised at. Um, Either way, he rolled an 11 i'm i'm surprised well it's not it's not a uh, it's not persuasion or you know he's just he's just adorable but he's not very charismatic i suppose anyway so uh booker just like his loving... mama <laughs> <You're right. laughs> he's still he's look, he's looking quite dapper in his hat and uh he he kind of holds it and it's fitting him perfectly and he enjoys having it on as well so yes. like unlike most dogs he's not going to try to take it off although he's not loving the bandana so <laughs> that's
2: fair, that's fair. Uh, all right
0: so uh, would you like to head over to the spinning spores?
2: Yeah. Or is there any anything that you'd like to do ahead of
0: time? How are you on? Uh, I actually probably could have looked at this. How's your inventory as far as like arrows or anything else that you might want to have? Because we can kind of role play that real quick if there was any, any gear that you wanted to buy. All right, so with your inventory, I'm not sure what you've got in there, but if you want to stop by a shop and just pick up anything like arrows or whatever other tools, uh, we can do that real quick. Is there anything that you need?
1: I am going to go and just pick up some arrows real quick. Cool. Uh, All right, so those are uh, be a gold at.
0: You can you can find those in any one of these shops. So uh, for gold, it'll be cool. a stack, so you can add twenty to your inventory. All Okey
1: right. doke. Cool. Get so. it. Woo! All right. going to do arrows. Yay! Much better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. So I'm going to drag you over to the spinning spore, uh, so we can kind of get into this. Um, all right, so before we kind of get into the spinning spores, can you tell the audience about what happened with Grumblewort?
1: Yeah, so I, aka Talon, has been to Erngor zuek before, like before I joined up with this insane crew and everything, uh, with Booker, of course. of course. And last time I was here, Grumblewort was in a spot of trouble because the Platinum Weave thought that they had this mold growing on uh, some of their like magical fabrics, and Grumblewort over here, weird looking, shady looking dude, grows mushrooms. And they blamed it on him and thought it was his fault. And I proved his innocence and that it was actually this douchey trader guy that they had mm-hmm. passed up a deal with. And he was mad and that was his revenge. So okay. I kind of helped out Grumblewort before, and he is rewarding me with.
0: Another side quest. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Through the power of science, you proved. Yes. <laughs>
1: yes. Science <laughs> <Awesome>. solves everything.
0: <laughs> science does. All right. So, uh, without further ado, so as we enter the spinning spores, so the the spinning spores is a dimly lit cave. Its walls are covered in a soft, uh, furry moss that has a very slight illumination to it. And you notice that the lamps that are inside this cave, the couple that you can see, are illuminated using like a very dull red light so things look a little strange in here and the shadows are kind of playing some tricks on on your eyes as well the air in here is pretty thick and musty it smells like mushrooms growing um so fairly easy to imagine just a earthy kind of rotten uh maybe like leaves kind of smell to it um so as you walk in uh actually i should give you booker because you now have booker and what with would this his game be without hat. booker with his top hat yes um so booker by your side uh you see grumblewart stonebeard he's kind of going through uh, a chest or like a crate of some sort up to your north uh he has not yet noticed that you came in
1: have i been here before like was did i visit this place last time i was here
0: you visited some of it um so you came in here and uh there's a couple of rooms that you'll see uh, within uh, you know a few minutes from now that are where you've been before so you know that in the room in front of you it's a a big metal door and um it's actually it looks a little bit wet to the touch and behind that you know there to be just a ton of mushrooms growing Uh, and that's where you did most of your research and, and figuring out about the mold
1: so having I had done research there do I know what kind of mushrooms like are these just like the kind you eat or you
0: yeah know, so culinary so most,
1: mushrooms or
0: so most of what you saw were the mushrooms that are used to feed the des- denizens of Urngorzuek it's found in a lot of the foods that they have here there's okay. several different types and you learned a few of them um roll roll history from uh, roll nature for me let's see what you remember
1: okie dokie First roll of the night. Uh was it last time we were all so desperate to roll we attacked <laughs> novelist? That's right, yeah. You guys just beat them up. <laughs> yeah, <come on. laughs> Poor novelist. Uh uh ten
2: all
0: right so with the 10 uh so you remember the a couple of the the mushrooms that you looked at the ones that you were spending most of the time with and one of them is called the hearth cap and uh, that's the kind of the main one that you're going to find in most of the foods here it's kind of a medium-sized mushroom um it's got like a reddish brown cap and uh yeah i mean it looks like a mushroom (laughs) um it gives a typical mushroomy earthy flavor um the other one that you remember is called a star shroom and it's got a unique kind of like a star-shaped cap at the top. It's dark blue in color, and it's a little bit more umami. Uh, so it's it's like a higher-end mushroom.
1: Okay, cool. Oh, at least we got some fancy mushrooms. Nate. You got some fancy mushrooms, nice.
0: some fancy mushrooms right. yeah. So uh, Grumblemore right. is... So he's a dwarf. Um, just a quick reminder for the audience what he looks like. So he's kind of this pallid. He's got like taut skin. He's He looks malnourished, or at least like he... Spends way too much time in here. Um, he's got a kind of craggly, scraggly beard, um, mostly gray, but some silver in there as well. And uh, currently, he is wearing a hat that actually looks like the cap of a mushroom.
1: <laughs> that is dedication. <laughs> yes, he's very,
0: he's very into his craft. Um, oh, and I dig it. I respect and, that. And he is uh, leaned over this crate, like kind of like legs off the ground, um, just digging around in the bottom of the crate. Wait, 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 Is he wearing a robe? He is wearing, yeah, yes, but he's got pants on. Okay, thank God. I was try. like, am I getting
1: flashed? <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to see this pallid, shady guy's anything. That's
0: the whitest, whitest ass you'll see.
1: Was- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just ran away from that whole, like, harem situation yeah, that was did. going on.
0: I love how so, you uh you just assumed uh, yeah. that's what that was about. It was super not what that was about. <laughs>
1: it had to do with novelist. You said there's four, there's four. That's true. there's a big awkward pause. Like Anytime Novelist is involved, it's,
0: <laughs> it's fair to be cautious. Yes.
1: It's fair to assume, right? Yes. Uh okay. So I holler out to Grumble because I know like uh, you know, he can be like very in the zone and oblivious and I don't wanna like freak him out or anything. So I holler out before actually like Taking any real steps closer sure. to him, uh, sure. Give him a heads up.
0: Yeah, uh, so he he kind of you see his legs kick a little bit like they, they kind of stick straight back as if you surprised him a little bit and he goes, uh, Talin, is that you?
1: I have so much respect for this situation as a short person who has been there. It's,
0: it's, it's almost like I designed this for you.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, it just hits a little too close. To when somebody just today was like, did you know that this table lowers and lowered it for me? <laughs> that's, that's real. <laughs> like, so, so I respond. I'm like, yeah, Grumblewort. What's up? I, I was finally able to make it over. So I couldn't come over sooner
0: uh so he he takes a second he kind of like he's like trying to roll almost like a turtle he he has to kind of roll on his side a little bit in order to get his feet back on the ground he stands up and he kind of starts walking over to you and he says i'm so glad that you could make it uh hey hey booker hey nice to see you good i like your hat it looks pretty nice uh and then he kind of tips his own hat to him
1: (laughs) booker absolutely wags his tail and does like you know, just like a little bit of like a bow kind of thing, as like <laughs> uh, he's, his he's way a of giving back.
0: Very fancy. Animal. Oh,
1: he's dapper. He's dapper, yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs>
0: so, so, he says, uh, "All right, Tal- Talin, come, come over here. I wanna, I wanna show you a couple of things. Um, I mean, I, I called you over here. There's a, there's a problem with the mushrooms, but uh, come over oh. here. So, oh,
2: yeah. he walks, he I walks over." Him yeah. over.
0: He kind of opens up this this wooden door again just everything in here is a little bit damp so the door itself you'd think being wet it would be like fairly quiet but no it, it creaks like crazy it's just you know and uh, he walks in oh, yeah. ins- inside of his room um, you see there's a, a stone table a few stone chairs surrounding it and in general it's just very dark in here um, especially you don't have night vision so everything's pretty hard to see. But uh, he goes over to a, a shelf and he, he takes off a book and he says, uh, so there's, there's a problem with the, with the help here. Uh, something's going on, but there, there's all these, uh, these these purple vines. And he's like shuffling through his book real quick, trying to find stuff. And he, he pulls out this picture and um, you see on the top of the, the page, it says violet fungus. Um, and you see a picture of kind of this big mushroom, it's violet, and uh, he says, this is kind of what it looks like, but it's much bigger than this. It's, uh, these are usually, these grow underneath the Urngor's Duark, down deep, deep underground, but there's something else in the, in the cave, and it's it's really affecting the, the quicklings that are, that help with the mushrooms.
1: Wait, who helps with the mushrooms?
0: The qu- quicklings? Quicklings. Roll so something else is
1: growing down this okay yeah.
0: so roll arcana for me let's see what you know about it quickly okay Okey
1: dokey. Ooh. okay i hope it oh i shouldn't yes come on baby all right
0: nice result. 19. so somewhere in your travels somewhere in your studies you've learned about quicklings they are these little little creatures from the fey uh fey realm and they're super super fast the, the idea is that they They don't live very long, but they're extremely fast. Um, They're not exactly pleasant, but uh, and it would be a little strange to see them here under some sort of agreement, apparently, to to help raise mushrooms. Um, But, you know, supposedly their business is their own.
1: Hmm. Okay. So it's weird that they are working like deep underground.
0: Yeah. Typical. Typical underground for sure but more so that they're working at all so things from the fey realm it's it's like a whole nother plane of existence and um it, i'll give you a little bit more with uh, the 19 that you rolled with arcana so the fey realm there are multiple planes in this universe right there's there's like the plane of fire and the plane of air and there's the fey realm and there's the shadow dark there's all these different things and with the fey realm there's a number of creatures there and they all act a little bit are weird um, the best way to describe it is is people refer to a morality system. Like, you know, people even in our world, like we have kind of this like things are black or white. But with Fey creatures, things are orange or blue. It's just a whole different method of thinking. And if they okay. see something that they want, they'll just take it because that's theirs. Um, if there's, uh, it's just a very different way of thinking. So, um, okay. Yeah. Okay. But I don't Open believe that. that you. I don't believe that you guys have ever run into any other fake creatures um, since you've been adventuring.
1: Oh, okay. Because I was actually about to ask, because I'm so hung up on those, what are they, kobolds?
0: Kobolds. Uh, those are they not fake creatures. That yeah. are all over
1: the place. Okay. Those are not yeah. fake creatures. Gotcha. Correct. Yep. Just wanted to see if, for some reason, there were a bunch here. Okay. So uh, this is Tallinn.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How are the quicklings being affected? Like, what's happening to them? Well, normally
0: they they help us to gather the mushrooms. They they tend to them. They're very small creatures, so they're the mushrooms are only a little bit smaller than them. And right now, something's happening like where they're just acting a little funny. Uh, I've caught some of them actually eating some of the more magic mushrooms that we have, and uh, they've gotten some some let's say abilities uh, from eating them. So. Uh, I can't handle this myself, and I'm looking for somebody like yourself to kind of help wrangle them. I'd rather not kill them if we can help it, but uh, they can't keep going the way that they are. But more importantly, I need to know why they're acting so strange. What is happening in this cave? And are my mushrooms going to have a problem? Because people got to eat.
1: So are violet fungi known for causing any sort of unusual reactions in anyone uh roll nature
0: so one I mean, nice thing about I love a one-on-one story you, already <laughs> so one nice thing about one-on-one you get to roll a lot
1: <laughs> yes this is yeah. awesome Novelist also robot. i just like love the whole concept of this story awesome kind of great
0: uh oh, with a 17. 17. so uh you you actually take the book out of Grumblewort's hand and you start flipping through it. You personally don't know a whole lot about violet fungus, but as you look at the the pages that he has, there's like three pages on violet fungus, and basically they're they're aggressive. Um, they have these tent uh, tentacles or or you could call them roots um, that go underground and they will attack. But all in all, there's there's nothing about psychic abilities or or mind uh, anything messing with their mind. Um nothing specific about the violet fungus.
1: Okay, and just to clarify about the vines that are somewhat mm-hmm. aggressive from the the violet fungi. So the violet fungi grow out of this lower level kind of thing to begin with, and their vines are beneath?
0: So ty- typically violet fungus so they would be in the the uh underdark, which consider the underdark to be like the deep places of the of the planet, right? Oh shit, um, I have so... to go
1: down to the underdark. <laughs>
0: maybe <laughs> but we'll see um so what you know is that they are native to the underdark and for them to be here okay. you are inside of a mountain but it's not the underdark it would be strange for them to be here
1: yeah but he's purposely growing them here
0: i um, uh, no, no he says that the tentacles uh, he says
1: the tentacles
0: they're they're they only started coming around about a week ago And uh, they certainly don't... I've never seen them before.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So these tentacles are coming out. He can tell that they are from violet fungi. That is not a mushroom he is trying to grow. Correct, exactly. Okay. I thought he had the the quicklings were purposely caring for the violet fungi. And for some reason, there was a side issue happening to them. Violet fungi shouldn't even be here. Correct. Gotcha. Now, uh,
0: okay. he he sees you uh, he sees you kind of like having a hard time seeing here and he says if you'll help me out I, I've got these goggles and he, he picks them up off the, the table and uh, he says these will help you to see in the dark quite a bit better oh. uh, if, if you'd like them
1: yes absolutely so, right, is this so- like a reward if I if like complete this or this will help me with this task
0: well, he says... he says okay, I can now uh, use this. He actually says that he needs them back uh, before you go, but you're welcome to use them while you're here.
1: Okay. Well, I'll take that. All right, because cool. So, I'm feeling very squinty right now.
0: So he's going <laughs> to give you the Goggles of Night. Uh, so the Goggles of Night, they... Um, sorry, real quick. For your bow that you're using, you're using the UNT Serpent Bow, correct? Yes. Okay. All right, I'll take care of that. Um, so the Goggles of Night are... Technically, they're a magic item, but they're more just like a... They're, they're a magic item, but they're, they don't they're are they require attunement or anything like that. But using them gives you 60 feet of dark vision. All right. I, I hope that those goggles help you out. I, I hope that you're willing to help me out. Uh, if you are, uh, just kind of take a right. You've been through there before. It's that big iron door. Just go ahead and open it up and uh, head on in. But make sure to shut it behind oh. you. I don't want any of them getting out and causing, causing problems.
1: All right. Come on, Bucker. <laughs> Let's go, bud. All right. We're going through this, this iron door, I see.
0: Sure. All right, so you open up the giant iron door. It's pretty heavy, especially with your uh, your small frame. Um, opening it opening it up is is a little tough. However, as you walk in, this room is very dark. Um, the only, vi- uh, only lights that you see in here are from the walls. And on the walls, there's a number of different colored glowing fungus. And each one seems to be bioluminescent um, in its own spectrum. But aside from that, you can just barely make out that there are a number of boxes, probably about 50 boxes in this room. And each one is completely filled with mushrooms.
1: Alrighty.
0: So now this is the room that you had been in previously and uh okay you know so this isn't this isn't totally unknown to you but it was a little lighter in here last time you know you had more people kind of helping you out you had a torch um it looks a little different with with no real light
1: this looks crazy last time i was here i mean even if it was lit i should be able to see some bioluminescent like i feel like i would have noticed if there were oh yeah bioluminescent mushrooms before
0: yeah were there
1: bioluminescent mushrooms before
0: there definitely were yep good question though um but in the complete darkness here they're they're really kind of shimmering and, and showing all of their lights here.
1: crazy yeah Very all right cool. so, so
0: at the far end of this room um there is another big stone door
1: okay so i've been to this room before i would wander around it real quick i guess mm-hmm. like a maybe perception or something just to see if there's, I mean, aside from it being darker, is there anything else? You know, does anything seem mm-hmm. to be rotting or is there any like new mold growing on stuff that wasn't there before? Like, sure. Does do um, the shroom seem as healthy as before?
0: So, just for my information, uh, between inspection or, yeah, in, uh, between in, no, not inspection, I'm sorry, investigation and nature, what are you better at? Or what would you consider uh, Talin to be better at? Because you, you actually have plus one to both. But what do you think Talin would spend more time? Like, are you good with nature? Or do you just kind of, are you good with nature because you study so much?
1: Um, can you kind of give me an idea of what inspection sure. is?
0: So inspection, so there's three different, or well, there's two different things you can do. So perception is looking around the room. Inspection is uh-huh. like, uh, the best way to do it is, I walked into a bedroom and I look around and I see a bed and a nightstand. Inspection is I start looking through the drawers of the nightstand. Ah. Uh, Nature is I look underneath the bed and see if something's growing.
2: <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I'm trying to separate myself and Tallinn. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> I'm like, yeah. okay, what would Tallinn actually be more of? Mm-hmm. I think as Tallinn comes from like more of an like just not totally outdoor nature like her original uh mm-hmm. background is more just about scholarly stuff so i think she would be more inspection which is hard okay. for me to say because i want her to be more nature but i think inspection actually makes more sense
0: i actually so agree. is that I, perception from what i know about Tallinn, I, th- I think investigation would probably be more your thing um than nature okay um but i do think that you've learned a lot from reading so inspection would probably be what i would have you roll so go ahead and roll inspection
1: so inspection's not a thing for me so is that investigation
0: investigation i don't know why i keep saying inspection i'm sorry investigation
1: okay (laughs) i'm like i'm not seeing this
0: (laughs) inspector
1: all
2: right (laughs) right. so with an
0: eight with an eight even with your new goggles um you're kind of walking around and and it's just it looks pretty cool in here it's almost like an aurora uh just dancing across the walls and uh although you're looking around there's just not enough light in here to really see well um, you could certainly light a torch if you decided to, but with the stuff being as it is right now, uh, you can't see anything that's really all that useful.
1: Question. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, actually, two questions. With that, would the torch <laughs> mess up my my NVG, my night vision goggles?
0: Nope, because they're not night okay. vision. They're they're magic goggles oh, that right. help you see in the dark.
1: Yep. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, second question. Can Booker roll a perception and maybe see if mm. like the things smell different? Because he was Actually, with me last time.
0: Not only that, but he could roll um he can roll perception with advantage. Uh, because Woo! he has he has keen hearing and smell, which means if he's trying to smell for something, in this case that's what he'd probably be looking for. Um he can right. roll it with advantage.
1: I thought you were going to say it was because of the hat, but um. (laughs) Uh, 20,
0: a dirty 20 with a 20. um, So Booker starts kind of sniffing around at the ground. He's going underneath the tables and, uh, you know, these, these little plods of, of dirt. And uh, he's really kind of sniffing around and, and all of a sudden he stops and he just starts staring into one of the corners. And then suddenly you see his, his hat just. Is gone. It gets knocked off of his head. It flies about ten feet away, and then it's just gone. Um. I mean, it's on the ground.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So I can find it. You can totally can find it. it.
0: Yeah, you could pick it up. You could put it back on his head if you want to. But, yep. Okay. And uh, Booker. He he starts kind of growling. Um, he's growling towards this corner on the top right here.
1: Okay, so it. So since. These got it's so dark in here and these goggles only (laughs) help so much. I am gonna go ahead and light a torch and like slowly approach this corner to see. Also, I picked up Booker's new hat and (laughs) I stored it on my in my pack uh to keep it clean and safe. Okay. So um but he does (laughs) have that fancy armor that we got a little while ago.
0: That is true. He does he does have fancy armor on.
1: Just uh, to clarify to everybody, he's wearing his armor. I'm seeing it now.
0: <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh,
1: so I light a torch.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right, so let me uh, go ahead and do that for you. Um, so a torch, I believe, is... Let's do 15 and 30. Whoops, I did that backwards. Uh, but that's okay. Ooh. 30
2: I see and 15.
0: Again. There we go. All right, so you light a torch, and the this corner of the room lights up. And you see a little yellow little tiny elf looking thing uh is kind of hiding next to one of the the legs of this table in the top right and he's just kind of like jerking like he's he's shaking a little bit he's looking around and you see him just kind of he darts across the room and disappears
1: okay uh do i recognize this creature at all
0: this is definitely one of the quicklings
1: Ah, oh, okay. This is a quickling. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's wigging out.
0: So he's wigging out.
1: Why is he up here? Okay. And that's probably what Booker. So I'm gonna go closer just to make sure. Like, was there anything near there? Was Booker like growling at the quickling, or was oh, yeah. there something that was making the quickling? With, with
0: no. That. he So Booker Booker watched the quickling kind of run and he, he's keeping his eyes on him but, but now Booker is kind of walking around looking, um, sniffing and stuff and, and it seems like he's lost track of it.
1: Okay. So now that I have my torch lit can mm-hmm. I take another gander for yeah. anything bizarre?
0: Absolutely. So you walk over there and you spot him again. Um, him or her. It's hard to tell from this distance. And uh, you hear this little voice and it says, glowing spores, power, make us swift, make us strong. Nothing can stop us now.
1: Oh, they high on something.
0: <laughs> and then he he starts to run towards you, uh, but he's so quick. um. He's about, you know, he he basically, he's so quick that as he runs past you, like, there's not much that you can do unless you decide that you'd like to. Like, you could try to take a, a swipe at him if you'd like to, um, but... It's can I you. trip
1: him? Can I try to trip him? Just like you can. Pull my foot out real quick and try to get it. Sure. Trip
0: him? Yeah, go ahead. So close any line any, him. any attack against uh any sort of attack against this little guy has disadvantage. Um so you'll have to okay, roll your attack so with fast. disadvantage. Yep, so use your unarmed okay. attack.
1: That makes sense. Oop. Oh, better. Oh, better. Uh why have I
0: lost that? I think it's under features.
1: Usually, oh. anyway. Uh, uh. Hold on. Sorry. Nope, I, no. I don't, oh, I, I found it. I found it. Sorry. Okay. Somehow it's in inventory. It's in inventory. That's
0: right. I I know that uh, whenever Daffy would kick stuff, like she'd always have to find it. All right. So roll your oh arm yeah yeah. Hey,
1: uh, yep. I miss her kicks. I know. Does boot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Disadvantage. So sixteen though.
0: All right, a sixteen. Uh, so a sixteen will just hit. Uh, so you trip him. He, this little guy, he's uh, he's running super super fast. You put your your foot out, and he trips over it, and uh, he kind of just slides, and he ends up sliding right into right in front of Booker, and he's basically right underneath Booker's head, and he's sliding across on his stomach. Um, how much damage did you do, by okay. the way? Go ahead and uh, oh, roll damage. Oh, I didn't
1: want to do him any damage. I'm sorry. All right. But-
0: well, we can we can do minimum damage. I just wanted
1: then. to stop him.
0: Yeah, okay. I'll just do a, I'll do a couple points of damage. That's fine.
1: Okay. Um. So can I yell at Booker like grab him and Booker like grab like his shirt to try and hold sure. on to him?
0: Yeah, no problem. Uh, let's have Booker do a bite attack with. Um, at this point he'll have regular regular not not disadvantage not advantage just regular
1: attack. Okay, just normal. Mm-hmm.
0: okay so so booker 23. booker leans down and grabs this quickling in his teeth and he's holding him by his little yellow shirt
2: yeah and his feet are
0: kick his feet are kicking his arms are going um they're so fast that they're like a little blur of motion but he's just he's freaking out um and you you notice that his eyes are glowing yellow as well his whole body is like his everything about him just appears yellow it's almost like alessio uh, with his little mustard glow, yeah. his mellow corn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that mellow corn glow. <laughs> yeah.
0: And he he says, uh,
1: let me go, let me go. I have to okay. get the mushrooms. I what? have to I have to get the mushrooms. Okay. I will let you go, I promise. You're gonna be fine, buddy. But what mushrooms are we are we talking about? I won't and- take them, I promise. I'm just curious
0: for uh for a very slight moment his body starts stops moving as fast as it can and he kind of looks at you and then he looks around at the room and he just kind of motions with his hands like all of all the <laughs> yeah
1: like any mushrooms look around it doesn't... all
0: of the mushrooms doesn't... i have to i have to take, i have to take care of the mushrooms you have to let me go so i can take care of the
2: mushrooms
1: okay well have you been eating any mushrooms have you have you tried any Are any of them good
0: Uh... I, I have the the glowing gills. They're very good. Glowing gill mushrooms. Very, very good.
1: The glowing gill ones, huh? Are those mm-hmm. in this room? Uh no. No, they're they're
0: in another room further. But I oh. uh, they help me. They help me see in the dark and they help me to help with the mushrooms a lot faster. A lot faster.
1: Well, I'm here to also help with the mushrooms. Could you guide me to the glowing gill mushrooms so I can help you help with I... the mushrooms?
0: And, uh, you see he, he, um, let's do this. So he kind of like straightens his arms and he slips out of the shirt that Booker is holding and he drops down to the ground. Oh my
1: God, he's naked. <laughs> well, no, actually, no, he, probably, he probably
0: wouldn't be wearing another shirt. So, um, and he, he runs over to the door to the North of you and he, he just starts kind of hopping up and down, like, go through there, go through there. And then he zips over, uh, back behind some of these, um, mushrooms here and disappears
1: okie doke bud well that's a little crackheaded, dude. dude right, buck (laughs) let's uh go find the glowing oh I I was gonna say this before I don't know if it counts but did I see and could I roll for a scene like any crumbs on him to like help me identify like which ones Mm. he was eating um
0: I wouldn't say he had anything like that on him uh he, okay. t- he told you he was eating the glowing gill mushroom.
1: Yeah. Mm. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, um, this guy seems really freaked out, so I'm going to let him do his work, and mm-hmm. I'm going to go through this north door. Sure.
0: Uh, so you hear you hear little feet behind you, like, just kind of racing back and forth, back and forth. Um, so the door that's in front of you, so this is another big, heavy stone door, and uh, as you open it up, the room in front of you is actually pretty well illuminated there's another one of those red red uh, sconces on the wall actually a couple of them but in front of you there are three doors Um, there's one big stone door and there's two wooden doors the wooden doors on your left and right the stone door directly in front of you but on the ground you see these little purple vines are starting to grow from the ground and as you look at them they they appear to be really wet
1: But okay interesting um when i looked when i read through the book mm-hmm. uh about the violet fungus mm-hmm. did i see anything about you know like are these vines responsive to touch kind of thing like that's what they go after or um certain vicinity sort of thing because you had said that i saw that they were aggressive vines Mm -hmm. what is it like they have to be touched to be aggressive or
0: uh you didn't see much about that it it more talked about if you go close to them um to watch where you're stepping because uh they like maybe the roots only grow kind of so far so there's like a like a perimeter that you might want to be careful of
1: okay so i would know to watch my step and avoid stepping too close to them sure and i can Uh, communicate to booker to do the same
0: yes absolutely um let's go ahead uh let's do acrobatics for you and Booker.
1: okay oh boy also the only thing i saw for booker now is perception
0: so um oh (laughs) sorry
1: okay i i like barely as soon as i say anything about oh okay i'm like as soon as i say anything about it it just magically fixes itself. Also, I'm, it that's me. I'm magic. That he was okay. Gotcha. You are the magic. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, d- acrobatics. He said.
0: Acrobatics. Yes, for both of you, please.
1: Okie dokie. I've got. Oh no.
0: <laughs> oh boy.
1: Why did? Huh. Okay.
0: Yeah. Something. Why did
1: two roll? Anyways. Yeah. That's. Anyways, funny. I rolled a natty one, so that's yeah. not good i'm rolling now for booker he rolled a 10.
0: okay um so as you're walking through this little section you see the the purple purple vines on the ground and you're paying so much attention to this big massive one in front of you that you don't notice that there's like these little tiny ones they're just barely sticking out and as you step on them nothing happens at all you just kind of step on some vines not a big deal maybe
1: did I notice anything? In, in, <laughs> man, this is not the first time I've had a bad situation with vines. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, did I notice anything in the book about uh, moisture on them?
0: Uh, no, actually. Uh, the violet fungus, okay. for the most part, the vines are underground. It's It would be strange to see them above ground unless they're actively attacking you.
1: Okay didn't right, say anything about like they don't do well with moisture or moisture in- inactivates because you said they look wet mm, i you see what you're
0: saying wet. um so right. actually i will tell you that as far as the violet fungus goes um they don't really have any any particular vulnerabilities since you since you read the book i'll happily give you that uh as for, okay. like it they're not vulnerable to fire any more than you know anybody else would okay. be okay yeah
1: I know if like, maybe they didn't attack me because Mm -hmm. they, a hose broke or something and they got wet and they don't do that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, But I noticed that I stepped on it in in my amazing roll of one.
0: (laughs) More so like, you, you, you notice actually, you know, as you're kind of avoiding one of the bigger ones, you step on like some of the smaller ones and you kind of freak out a little bit with your one. Let's, let's even say that you kind of just, you kind of spin around, you fall down on your butt. And you're like laying Uh, on some of these vines, but nothing's happening.
1: (laughs) Okay. Booker kind of nudges me back up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I pretend like nothing happened. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to. So there's a little bit less vine around the door to the left. Mm -hmm. And as I've already been a bit clumsy, I want to go look through that door and see if I can't get to that door
0: Sure, the one on the Without left. You're trying to go to
1: making anything worse. Yeah, the wooden yeah. door on the left.
0: Right. No problem. You're you're able to get up to the door. That's not a problem.
1: Okay. All right.
0: So, uh, are you I... going through it?
1: I'm opening I'm s- it.
0: Not a leading question. I'm just trying and to mo- keep peering it yeah. through.
1: Sure. Yeah. I'm right. opening so, it to peer through.
0: So you open it up and you peer through, and you see that there are. Well, I'll just open it. It's fine. Um, as you open it you see that this room actually is just the slightest bit brighter there's a few of those sconces in here but this room is also filled with a ton of mushrooms Um, a bunch of those same kind of planters but the walls are not covered in any sort of fungus at all um there are a number of completely different types of mushrooms here and this is not a room that you had been in previously
1: okay so there's different shrooms in here no bioluminescence hold on Left turn. uh different shrooms <laughs> and, and no i'm very much as you know a note taker i was just about to say like while i'm a- taking a bunch of notes
0: any dm who is watching this game right now is like so happy for you
1: <laughs> you're <They're> like <laughs> that i'm like, taking oh, notes
0: yeah it's the best like i'm happy that you're taking notes uh,
1: Every time I have any like meeting with anybody, I'm like, mm. hold on one sec. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> okay. Do I, so I guess peering in, because right now, just mm-hmm. based on peering in, it looks like I see a little bit of purple vine in here. Uh, yes. Would that, that, that so, be accurate?
0: So yes, there are some purple vines that you can see just kind of inside the door. They're, they seem to naturally be continuing from the room that you're in um hard to hard to see too far into the room as far as the purple vines but they do seem to be getting the little bit that you can see they seem to be getting thicker um across the ground further into this room
1: okay so i'm just trying to get like what data i can i want to try and go over having peered into this one and seeing different shrooms no bioluminescence still see purple vines present can i peer into the door the other wooden door on the right If you'd like to, yeah,
0: Uh, absolutely. So are you leaving the store open or are you closing this door? I
1: am closing it.
0: Okay. All
1: right. We're (laughs) We're both clicking on it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
0: All right. So you go over to the other door and uh, you open it up. Inside this room, from what you can see there's a ton, not a ton, there's there's probably like seven or eight of these absolutely massive mushrooms growing. These things are five, ten feet tall in some places, and a few of them are actually kind of pushed up against the ceiling of the cave.
1: Whoa. But they don't look like the purple, I mean, the violet fungus.
0: They do not look like the violet fungus at all.
1: These look like maybe the ones that the quicklings were supposed to be taking care of? Because you said they were like the
0: size of the shrooms uh or so the so these mushrooms. so the quicklings are just for reference think like maybe four or five inches tall they're very short they're even shorter than oh you. um so that's why booker that could kind so of hold cool. them in his mouth uh these mushrooms are like five ten feet tall these are huge
1: holy shit these are taller they're way taller than me they're these way taller, taller than me in real life
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're taller than me in real life
1: <laughs> five <Yeah>. feet tall <laughs> Yeah. Well <laughs> like crap.
0: I, I'm definitely over five feet.
1: <laughs> but not ten. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah. I I'm yeah. not. <laughs>
0: so so uh, um you hear you hear a little noise in here. It's hard to tell what it is. Kinda of sounds like like uh almost like a scraping, like if you can hear that, but
1: Oh creepy. Okay. Um and again I see this purple this vine. Is it as thick as the ones in the other room?
0: Uh, there's there only one vine uh, on the floor in this room, and it seems like it was a continuation of one of the ones from the hallway where you are. Um, okay. As far as thickness, it's it's similar to what you were just standing on.
1: All right, okay. All right, um... I'm really so you curious hear, about these rooms.
0: You hear some more scratching coming from inside this room, and it seems to be getting further away.
1: Okay. This seems really intriguing to Tallinn. Uh so she and Booker are going in. I'm like picturing Booker going in like like a, a hunter dog mode kind of thing. Like his sure. tail's up and he's like curious about that um scratching sound. Absolutely. So we're gonna go into this room.
0: Okay. Alright, so uh go ahead and drag yourself in. So as you walk into this room, um, almost immediately you are having to kind of pass through almost like almost like a very dense forest kind of weaving in and out of these gigantic mushroom stems and you see just the faintest hints before it goes around the corner of a little almost like a tail, like a red tail, but there's a number of mushrooms growing off of it.
1: Oh, what?
0: <laughs> and that's okay. uh, this little guy in front of you. Um, he, he kind of, he kind of goes around the mushroom and then he peeks back out at you and he, he looks, and, uh, let me just show this here to you. So he looks like this. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say he's cute. He
1: does not sound (laughs) cute. Oh my God. That is not cute. Is he huge also? He is
0: not huge. He's probably, he's, he's about two and a half, three feet tall. Um, but he, uh, he spots you and, and he starts to kind of snarl. But he's keeping his he's keeping his place behind the mushroom. Hmm. And then like he starts moving further away. All. He starts moving a little further away when you don't act.
1: But he's trying to get away from me. Um okay, well I'm gonna keep going in then. Mm-hmm. And see if I see more of them. Is there only the one? so, as you and so in, have i ever seen anything like this like or read it no, about
0: any i would say absolutely nothing like this okay nope. um the the closest that you could say is he looks a little bit like a kobold but it's just so far away uh from that like it, it, only in that he's got kind of like these red scales but he's completely covered in mushrooms um as you saw this kind of giant mushroom growing off, off of his head his tail, uh, his arms, everything is covered in mushrooms. And rather than like the typical red scales that you've seen with the other kobolds, this guy's got like, it's almost like the ska- if he had scales, they would have fallen off. And his, his skin underneath it is gray and just kind of looks spongy. Oh, um, he so- sounds so gross. <laughs> so as you moved further in, you realize that that you're literally standing next to another one of these creatures. Um, he was completely hidden um, he looks a little different though and uh, mm. <laughs> so he's oh, got back. he's got much more um, his, his skin is less spongy and more like hard and it looks like almost striations going, going across it this huge mushroom cap over the top of his head and he starts to kind of shake it a little bit I'd like you to roll for initiative
1: I know uh, okay um this is terrifying Fine. I had to close the picture it's so crazy. <laughs> that's funny <laughs> it's a it's a 10.17 for me
0: all right um let me I always put booker in combat because I always think of him as his own thing but you know booker is his own thing all right so up first yes. Up first is going to be the uh, Corrupted Cobalt that you just are almost stepped on. And he is going to use his Spore Attack uh, to kind of just coat the whole area as he's shaking his head. I need you to make a a Constitution saving throw for me, please.
1: Oh, so he is a Cobalt. He's just messed up.
0: And he's sorry. uh, no, I need right. to make a
1: constitution. Sorry, constitution. I was writing throw. notes and got all that's excited okay. about that. Uh, <laughs> that's all right. I like
0: notes. Boop,
1: well, okay. Constitution saving throw. Yes, mm, Ooh, a four, not promising. All right, it's so a five plus one. Oh, it's a five. <laughs>
0: sorry, yes. Um, so totally this giant cloud of toxic spores starts to extend from his, his shaking head and he's shaking faster and faster and faster and he's snarling and he's just foam is flying off of the sides of his face um, you're going to be taking five points of poison damage <laughs> and at the start of each of your turns you can try to roll that constitution saving throw again uh, otherwise you're going to take an additional five poison damage
1: okay fine Right. Uh, I'm just like, do I still have any of those shrooms? I think one takes time to make tea or something. Yes, correct. Poison, yep. so <laughs> nice try. Yeah, know it.
0: So, so um, and that, okay. that's gonna that's gonna end his turn. Um, but just all of these. But it only kind hits of, me. Uh, actually, good point. It's, it would totally hit Booker <laughs> as up. well. Um, no, I, I always prefer honesty. So uh, Booker needs to roll a Constitution saving throw as well. And just to I make things not easier. Not prefer honesty. <laughs> Just to make things easier, you have to roll a 14 or better. Oi. All right, so
1: come on, buck. Come on, buddy, you got this, boo. Oh. Uh so 11. Booker also
0: takes 5 points of damage. Got it. Okay. Yay. Uh up up next I'm is about- you. So this huge plume okay. of, of spores kind of just starts filling your lungs. You start coughing and Booker starts sneezing uncontrollably. But, you know, dogs are cute when they sneeze. Um,
1: but... Oh, it is super cute. He <laughs> yeah. does the whole like paw over his yeah. nose thing.
2: Yeah. When he the, sneezes, it's uh, really cute.
0: Did you ever put his hat back on or no?
1: No, I wanted to protect it because he already dropped it once. And I was going to get it all dirty. Okay. Good so. to know. He still all has right. his bandana on though.
0: He still has his bandana.
1: Excellent. Um, All
0: right. So, yeah. what are you doing?
1: So, <laughs> um, I'm right next to this. So, and of course, I always have my machetes in hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I'm not using. Well, it doesn't make a difference. So, I'm going to actually do an ensnaring strike. Okay. this thing is like seems very mobile. Correct. Uh.
0: Mm, I would there say we no. Uh, you, you probably would have. I think that you would have realized with the first one, like he wasn't moving very fast. Um, more of a shuffle. I think that they're more they're yeah. more mushroom than creature. So,
1: I, okay, you know,
0: I'll give you that. So That's
1: restraining fine. him probably wouldn't do any good.
0: I mean, it certainly would stop him from moving, but I wouldn't say he's gonna be running around like the quicklings.
1: Right. Right. Um, okay. Well, machete. Machete. It is. <laughs> Alright. Go for it. Do, 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 do. Boom. Okay, we have oh, come on. Oh, 13.
0: <laughs> uh, a 13 will hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Yes.
1: Yay! Uh. I can do this twice, so I'm All just right. gonna go so, ahead so, and also roll well, that.
0: So hold on. Uh so oh, sorry. Seven, seven damage is actually enough to kill him. Um so oh. he, you you hack into this guy and uh, just pretty much cleave his, his mushroom cap in half and you see him fall to the ground dead.
1: Oh. Could I have saved him? Like, mm-hmm. uncorrupted this kobold? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> No, I don't know me. You know. You just won't tell me. <laughs> of course I, of course I
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> I created him.
1: <laughs> oh, now I felt bad.
0: He's my little guy. I but does
1: Ta- does Talin know that he's a corrupted kobold? Like can she tell this used to be a kobold and something has happened?
0: You're you're currently in the middle of battle. You're fighting against this little guy. I think that uh the most that you would know is that he doesn't look like any of the kobolds that you've seen and he's like okay. some sort of a weird mushroom kobold
1: mushroom Gobald. okay so i yeah. think he's just like a weird aggressive different think, species of gobald.
0: i think that's what i would i think that's what i would assume if i were you also by the way yeah, since it like since it time. was uh your the start of your turn um i'd like you and booker both to roll constitution saving throws again oh, you took yeah. damage initially but then you also will take it yeah
1: no that makes sense yeah Yep. that does make sense uh okay Come on. oh well. <laughs> Another <laughs> right. 5 damage for me. Yep. Uh I'll I'll put that on once Booker has mm-hmm. rolled his come on book. Protect yourself. Oh no. I all thought right. it was going to be a freaking 16 and it was a 3. So, <laughs> okay. Oh, not good. Okay. Another 5 for each of us.
0: Another 5 for each of you.
1: On our on our first interaction. That's all right. We're now doing great. Okay. Is that other one like uh would I have a clear shot at that other one? I oh, say, I guess it doesn't matter.
0: I wouldn't say you'd have it's, a clear shot. I would say like if you if you were gonna shoot at him with your bow, you definitely would not have a clear shot. There's mushrooms in between. Uh, you. Okay. But you do know where he is as far as or at least you know where you saw him.
1: Okay, okay. Um and it's still my turn?
0: It's still your turn. So you did you did your one one action or your one attack. Um, and I believe you have two attacks. Correct? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't have any kind of clear shot. Could Booker move and. Yeah. Attack
0: him. Sure. So I believe that uses your um, I actually I know you and I have been playing it wrong, uh, not on purpose, but recently oh, so. Shit you have two two uh you have two attacks and i believe one of your attacks can be done with booker versus a bonus attack um but that's a different thing it's something that i keep meaning to get a better handle on um i don't know if you've seen anything different but for the moment let's play it as in you have two attack actions and one of them can be booker
1: okay so he can be my second attack Mm -hmm. oh i didn't mean to move myself also it was just supposed to be booker
2: that's okay Ah. Uh, but you, anyways Booker is yep.
1: attacking that one. Um be oh there it is. It's the only thing you he has. <laughs> mm-hmm. It shouldn't be that hard. Uh okay. So does a twenty hit?
0: A twenty definitely hits, yes.
1: Come on, little Buck. Uh,
0: nine. nine
1: a nine will kill him. I imagine yep. I imagine he doesn't need his extra damage his collar <laughs> No, he doesn't
0: his his uh, bracers nope um so all right yeah you've killed both of these and you are now out of combat
1: we survived
0: so uh um, at this point i would like you to make one more constitution saving throw um this will determine whether you shake off the spores without taking more damage or if you you know we'll take one more yeah, hit of another five
1: damage Ooh.
0: All right, so you're you're able to shake off your poison, um, Booker, as well.
1: Yay! Okay, good. Um, do I have that book? Did I take the book? Sure. Like, the the dude handed me that book. Could I flip through that book to see what these shrooms are?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, sure. Uh, so as you're looking through these uh, through the book, um, these are called. Uh, actually, you do not see this this particular mushroom in that book.
1: Hmm, it's not in the book. Hmm. Dane. <laughs> um.
0: Now, so you'll note that that the book that you got is more about the Underdark, because that's what he pulled out to show you. Um, that's why. Oh, had...
1: for the violent fungi. Correct. Yeah stupid (laughs) subcategories um okay uh well can I look around at this dead corrupted kobold thing um I guess like can I take a part of it and also look through it and see if I -hmm. learn anything
0: so you're you're trying to investigate the corrupted kobold what are you trying to learn
1: uh, I guess if there's like anything apparent of like oh it looks like this particular mushroom or mm. it has clear marks from a vine or something sure.
0: yeah uh, go ahead and make a um, medicine check or nature check okay. your, your decision because he's a mushroom June.
1: uh Oh, it's dim- mm, i'll go with nature let's do better on nature this time 10
0: 10 um so you you with a 10 you could absolutely determine that this was at one point a red cobalt um as far as how it okay. ended up in this situation with a 10 you're not gonna be able to tell
1: right was a red cobalt and those are the type that i've been seeing around on the ceilings
0: correct and and randomly running through the stores and whatever else they're kind of like helpers correct. around around the city
1: okay so this guy got messed up uh and these shrooms don't look weird like well they're not from the underdark book um all right i'm just gonna can i i would walk around this room and look around. Mm-hmm. Perception thing kind of deal. <laughs> see, Is there anything else in this room right. that so, might give me a hint? Because it was in this room that I ran into these guys. Sure.
0: Uh, so roll investigation so, for me.
1: Okay. Okay. I keep not rolling with my actual dice because I don't understand the math. So.
2: That's okay.
1: <laughs> <Anyways>. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, we could talk about that That'd another time tough. too, because it's actually way easier yeah. than you'd think unless you're attacking. That, that gets a little complicated, but uh, ability checks, it's pretty yeah. much just add your modifier. Anyway. Um, so let me yeah. ask you a question with a 19. Do you feel like, do you feel like you would be like trying to taste any of these mushrooms or would you be like touching that? Like, what are you doing other than... Uh, unless you're just looking at the ground and seeing if there's anything on the ground. Like, I want you to tell me a little bit more. Because with the mm-hmm. 19, I might give you mm-hmm. some more. But I want you to tell me what you're doing.
1: Okay. So, I, like, legitimately think that Talon would be walking around mm-hmm. and, like, parsing through all the mushrooms sort of thing. And, like, as especially since this mushroom's not in the book, but this dude is growing it and he mostly grows culinary stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: She would, like, you know how, like, mushrooms on the underside... Mm-hmm. Have those little Fan. things i don't yep. actually even like mushrooms but <laughs> they have those things i think and like so i th- i think they're called fans
0: fins? i think they're called fins or fins? something like that but veins maybe veins you, like v-a-n-e Maybe it's uh but anyway yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. those things though mm-hmm. yep. so i think she would like break off a tiny piece mm-hmm. like paste it you know like in the old sure. 80s cops like where they like taste it and then they spit it out <laughs> then they, like they go, She would do that dup, like dup, 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 dup. yeah okay yeah like yeah. does this taste like weirdly bitter or is it sure. tastes like something fine
0: uh so surprisingly you've actually tasted this flavor before um you said that that adriana doesn't like mushrooms but i'm guessing that talin probably does um probably yeah so so this is sure. called a uh a glimmer stem veil mushroom
2: yeah.
0: And they call it that because um, typically when they're growing outside, because they're so large, when the moonlight hits the top of these mushrooms, they actually shine a bit. Uh, in here, where it's kind of inside, there's obviously none of that, but it's the glimmer stem veil. Veil.
1: It definitely wrote tail. Okay. <laughs> and I like the taste of it, so I know it's fine to eat.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um, typically, it's, it's cooked, but like it's not going to be poisonous.
1: Cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I go ahead and grab like a handful for later. <laughs> yeah. a bit. So you just, just kind of my pack.
0: All right, sounds good. You got that?
1: Yeah, little we'll, we'll little snack for later. Nice. Get um ano uh anomi yeah anomio's seasoning. <laughs> yeah, right. there,
0: <laughs> Nice.
1: Gonna be good later. Uh okay, all right. Well, I think Talon has looked around this room. She's killed the little dudes, so uh she's gonna head back out of it. Okay into the lobby <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> <Come> here, <Booker. laughs>
0: all right so you and booker walk back out into the uh the little three whatever you want to call it the t crossing yeah. um so the uh the wood door is right in front of you and then there's the stone door yep. to your right
1: okay so i'm gonna open the stone door and peer in
0: sure uh so you go to open Ooh. the stone door and it's locked
1: did you just start creepy music or did I just get creepy music all of a sudden?
0: Uh, it's been creepy for a while. (laughs) Oh, it suddenly
1: just came through when I walked through the doors. I was like, Oh God. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Um, okay. So, okay. So I can't open that door. All right. Well, Talon's first assumption would be, well, maybe there's a key in the other room Mm -hmm. because she's, a lack of charisma would not make her think to just go ask grumble wart to open it (laughs) so she's gonna go into the left room that she had peered into earlier that had no bioluminescence
0: sure all right so you walk into this uh new room here and again there's there's some purple vines on the ground and they do get thicker as you go further into the room Um, there's another, say, 50 or so of these boxes, all growing mushrooms, but none of the mushrooms in here look anything like the ones that you saw in the first room. Um, there's sconces on the wall, so kind of indicating this room, for whatever reason, might need more light than the last room. Uh, but aside from that, you're not sure what else, not sure what else you see. still pretty dark. Okay. Left
1: room. Left room, different rooms. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. More sconces. So there's more sconces, but they're not lit right now.
0: They are lit. Yep. They're they're showing that uh um, oh, okay, that kind of okay. like dull red light.
1: Okay. Oh, sorry. Okay, I see. They're towards <clears throat> the back. Yep. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. Um,
0: I do think it's always funny. You guys always take one step into the room, and then you're just like, "Tell me everything about the room." Like, nah, get in there. Look around.
1: <laughs> yeah, because we're terrified of what you're gonna do to us. <laughs> Excellent. I remember when uh when uh Anomio's hat got burned off. Okay. I'm, oh I'm yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was wow. That
0: was a while ago. That was a while ago. His poor, while ago. <laughs> his his pith, his pith hat got burned.
1: Was... <laughs> yeah, I think it was when we first met. There like, was yep. When they met, Talon.
0: I'm switching to knob. Uh, okay. By the way, so
1: oh well i'm on freaking bookers so. uh, oh wow that was appropriate
0: yeah so, <laughs> with Booker. well i've had like three of the old grandads, <laughs> so. so i figured i'd switch to something else all right so uh you walk further into this room um let's let's just get you in there because you're being all all <laughs> hesitant here so as you I'm walk slowly in
1: slowly dragging <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: okay Kay. um as you walk in uh you you look around and you see some of these mushrooms and you've definitely never seen any of these before. There's mushrooms of all different colors, and even some of them seem to have some bioluminescence going on. Uh, There's probably 20 different types of mushrooms in here. Mm. Oh. And you look over at Booker, and he kind of looks up at you for a second, and then you see his saddle falls off. What? His saddle falls off.
1: Yeah. He just so he looks up at me and then his saddle falls off. Correct. Why? Okay. I take a look at his saddle.
0: Uh the straps seem to have been unfastened or something, but like nothing's damaged. It's just on the ground. Fell off.
1: Uh as... put it back on.
0: Sure. <laughs> as you're as you're fiddling with this and as you're kind of uh, you know, reattaching it, um one of your machetes just falls off of your hip or wherever. Do you I keep it. feel
1: like a bump? Do I feel like I would say no.
0: You you kind of all of a sudden off. like you you hear like clang and then you look down and your machete's on the ground.
1: <laughs> One part of me is like Talon runs out screaming. <laughs> Talon does not do haunted houses. <laughs> but that is me. Now, <laughs> uh Okay, so I put so while I'm putting on his saddle back on his saddle, for you listeners who don't know, I'm so small I sometimes ride the mastiff and it's awesome.
0: <laughs> uh, Absolutely. Uh,
1: nice. So <laughs> I'm putting back his saddle. His my machete falls off. Does the saddle fall back off or does it stay on now?
0: Uh, it stays on this time. Yep. Okay. The door Holland behind. The door back. behind so, you. But the, if
1: this was a machete that I had like. In its little holster, sort of thing. In its holster, yeah,
0: absolutely, yep. And it just fell off. And then the door behind you just shut.
1: This is so creepy. I don't watch horror movies for a reason. So Talon picks back up the machete and is now absolutely holding the machete in her hand.
0: Sure. Uh, Booker looks up towards the ceiling, um, which is pretty high in this room. It's not like crazy. It's probably about twenty feet high. And you. You see this little dark cobalt blue. Ones. You see a little dark blue thing flying around, very very fast, like a like a uh, dragonfly. And
1: it's just zipping. so much smaller than a cobalt. Much smaller it's than not a, kobold. a weird cobalt. Okay, okay. Uh, do I see any kobolds up there though?
0: I'm no feeling kobold. stupid
1: for not checking the ceiling after hearing about kobolds.
0: That's okay. No kobolds on the ceiling.
1: Okay. Weird
0: blue dragonfly thing. So this little Uh. dark blue dragonfly thing kind of flies over and it lands on Booker's head and it looks at you and it says intruders, defend the spores show them the wrath of corrupted might. And uh, you see four other little guys kind of scamper out from underneath various areas in the room. Uh, One of them is yellow. One of them is pale blue. One of them is purple and one of them is bright red. you know what i'm gonna do you a favor so so you don't have to worry so much about the um notes i will show i'll show their names on the screen
1: okay uh i think you overestimate my vision what oh they're so small
0: they're very small
1: are you kidding um okay (laughs) So, those all fly up when this guy yells at me. Well, so only one of them flies.
0: Only one of them flies. The dark blue one that flew and just landed on Booker's uh, head. Um, And then. uh, Are these
1: bigger than a quickling? These are bigger than a quickling.
0: These are all the size of a quickling. I mean, smaller. Because they are exactly the size of a quickling.
1: (laughs) Precisely the size of a
0: quickling, yes.
1: Funny story. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, Ah. Wish I had something that like froze time or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he yells at me, and now all these other quicklings. I start seeing them all over the place in different Correct. colors. Though,
0: yeah, there's there's there's. And the
1: shrooms, oh. do they match the different colors of the different shrooms?
0: Uh, they I mean there are shrooms of all different colors in here. So yes, but that may or may not be consequential.
1: Are there yellow gill shrooms? Wait. You don't okay, know what that is? Gil? Golden
0: gill? Glowing gill. I
1: could glowing gill? Is it yep. in my book?
0: So, uh, no, again, the book is more about the underdark.
1: Yeah. I don't know if glowing gills are from the underdark.
0: <laughs> so, uh okay. I think we've I think we've given you enough time. Uh, go ahead and roll uh, for initiative here. Baga. As these little guys are rolling up on you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh no! <laughs> I rolled a seven.
0: You rolled a seven. seven. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, up first is the bright red quickling, and he's actually gonna—he's gonna run over super duper fast, and um, he That's is fun. going to look at Booker, and he is going to breathe <gasps> fire at Booker. So he's going you to leave
1: Booker alone.
0: <laughs> He's going to use his fire breath. Um,
1: oh, he has fire resistance. Well,
0: yeah, that's good. Um, so resistance means that he will take half damage. I believe that's true. He'll take half damage okay. on whatever happens. Um, so you and Booker both need to roll a constitution saving throw for me, please. Okay. And...
1: Okay, so oh
2: <laughs> All
0: right, so oh. so you're successful. Um so you're gonna take uh let's see how much damage you're gonna take. I hit the button.
1: Wait, does Booker get advantage? Is that what oh no, it's half damage no, it's from the just, failed throw. It's just
0: resistance. Alright, sorry, that's not uh I think maybe. Oh boy. Alright. Sorry. Let's do this. So I
1: so I pass the constitution saving throw, so I don't get damage.
0: So you take half damage. I'm just gonna roll this again because something's going ah. on with the damage here. Um, so let's just do so this. So it's like similar
1: so to resistance.
0: It's going to be roll 4, no 3d6. Alright. So you are going to take 6 points of damage and Booker is going to take 13. As this Wait, little but he's t-
1: got resistance.
0: Sorry, you're right. So you both take 6. Oh, my yep. god. Alright. So anyway, so this little tiny red, bright red little guy runs up and he just looks at you and he just breathes fire and then he runs away really fast
2: <laughs> what a little dick all
0: right uh and then that will be his turn up next is the pale blue quickling um so he is uh let's see oh yeah okay he's a fun one um so he's going to run really, really For who? fast for me, he's gonna run really fast. He's gonna jump up on top of one of these boxes, and he's gonna look right at you. And he's gonna he's gonna kind of put his fingers up to his temples, and he's gonna cast mind sliver at you, which is a psychic attack. Um, so you're gonna have to roll a oh man. There's a lot of saving throws here. Um, an intelligence saving throw, please. Uh, so you fail on that. So the damage is going to be looks like six psychic damage. Um, so as he uh, he kind of looks right at you and he says, uh, the corruption spreads soon. All will kneel before the power of the spores. And he's just psycho.
1: right in,
0: right into your skull. Uh, up next is the little yellow quickling. Now, this one you've at least seen before. It's a different guy, but same idea. He's going to run up to you and he's actually going to make uh, three dagger attacks against you. So, you I'll wonder why
1: a... we're hesitant when we walk in a room. <laughs> just saying, you wonder why we are hesitant because we roll it... a freaking seven on our freaking initiative roll. <laughs> That's why we're hesitant.
0: Well, this is to teach you to be better with Booker. <laughs> this is all just for you. What? <laughs> I, Booker tried. I kill because I love. All right, so, um, <laughs> so all three of them are going to hit a you A 27 just... hits. All right, so actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna just make things easy. So, uh, so twenty, twenty one damage.
1: Just just a heads up, and I don't know how much you've had to drink. (laughs) That leaves me with six. Uh huh. Just with six HP. I just want you to know. Uh Uh huh. So, cool, cool, cool.
2: Alright. Uh so things
1: uh, are going well. What was that health potion so I got? He, there the he is
0: going to run and hide underneath this little cart over here. Um up next is the How many
1: pur- more of these? There's one more.
0: There's okay. two more. Uh nope, there's one more. I'm sorry. The dark blue he one actually more. Yeah. He, he hasn't um
1: anyway. Let me guess the pur- he's the worst.
0: <laughs> so the little the little purple guy, um, so he is actually he is is actually he's laying down inside of the thing. He's not really doing anything. He's actually sleeping um a little strange up next is the dark blue uh the one that had landed on booker's head and he kind of bounced over so he uh, onto one of these these um boxes uh so he is going to throw his uh actually what is he going to do i think he's actually going to run over and he's going to unclip one of booker's um bracers <gasps> and uh how is it I'm, so
1: easy to unclip his bracers
0: well, what? no the f- the first one was his uh first one was his ooh that's pretty good. So his sleight of hand uh to unclip these bracers he d- he rolled a twenty five which is going to be successful. Um so Booker is yeah. going to lose one of his bracers just onto the ground. Um and at this point he's going to only do one d six extra damage with that. Um and then he's going to kind of run away as well. Now it is Talon Creek's turn. Oh
1: uh, what is oh like the damage that Booker does is one d six.
0: Mm hmm. Right, because normally he does two D six when he has all four on, but since he's now missing one, yeah, yeah, it's uh, I'm kind of counting them as doubles.
1: Okay, so purple guy <laughs> is sleeping. Is purple guy the only one within the realm of the red lights, or no?
0: Correct. Yes. Uh, actually, well, so you can you can see where they are. So there's the the yellow one is pretty close to you, but he's underneath the little the little uh wagon. The dark blue and the pale blue are right in front of you and the bright red is to the right yeah. of you.
1: But the purple one is like exposed to the red light or am i focusing on absolutely the stupidest thing?
0: I uh, I would say that shouldn't be something that you should focus on.
1: Okay, got it. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no problem.
1: <laughs> this is what I mean by I will absolutely focus on the stupidest thing.
0: That's okay. Okay. I like it.
1: Um Okay. <laughs> so I'm Does it cost an action or anything to take a health potion?
0: So the way we do it is it's an action if you want to get all of the hit points out of your uh, potion. If it's a bonus action, then I need you to roll for it, which you could still get max. Um, But if you use your full action, you'll get full healing from your potion. Okay, I don't
1: have that great of a health point. Potion healing is you regain 2d4 plus 2. Um, I think I know the answer, and I think it's gonna make me sad. But I'm gonna ask anyways.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I get two attacks. That is not the same thing as getting two, two actions. actions. Correct. Right.
0: Yep. So you get so an action, like, a bonus action, you get the and full reaction.
1: thing, yep. and still have one attack. Okay. Yep. So uh, you, you right, could use well, your bonus uh, action
0: to drink it, and then do, also have your attacks if you'd like.
1: I think I'm going to do that. Okay. Which feels dangerous.
0: Uh, okay. <laughs> well, you're at six hit points, it so again. it's it's not a terrible idea.
1: Yeah. I'm really glad I bought one. I'm partly yeah. mad at myself for not going through my money stuff and seeing if I could buy one of the higher ones. <laughs> That's uh, okay. But, so 2D, four plus two.
0: Yep. So if you just click on the icon, it should roll it for you. Because you're doing it as a bonus action, right?
1: Available use. Yeah, I'm going to okay. use it as a bonus All
0: right, so Tom do that.
1: Creek's target is blocked by a wall. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm drinking a potion. <laughs> Why is All it right. blocked by a wall? Hey, that's not Okay, bad. I got seven. Oh, Out of it's... the potential ten?
0: Ten, yep. You got seven. Yeah. Not bad. Not All bad. Right. Better than, I'll better take than it. average.
1: Okay. Six right, plus so... seven equals 13. Heads up podcast i have 13 points <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Yay. booker has 16 <laughs>
1: yep. yeah booker's got 16 so uh considering how much whiskey i've drank i'm pretty proud of my math uh <laughs> where it stands as the moment nice. at
0: least. all right so what are you doing with your attacks okay. or will you so with Tom your action?
1: is gonna do is gonna use her uh Yuan-Ti's serpent bow okay which is basically a bow and arrow with a knife on it yep. but i'm gonna do the whole arrow thing Okay. So uh and I am aiming at who did me the most damage? Who am I the most mm, mad at? Probably Oh, the... fucking dark blue. Uh
0: no, probably pale pale blue. So technically the bright red did the most damage, but Yeah, I mean so it's either bright red or pale blue.
1: Okay, I'm going after pale blue first.
0: Okay. He did the psychic damage.
1: Uh too. they sound like UNC and nobody likes UNC. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as a South Carolinian, uh, sorry. That's fine. <laughs> Everything's so small. I cannot get things to work on my big, bigger screen. So All right, a nineteen will screen. definitely
0: hit. Go ahead. And roll I imagine
1: damage. a nineteen hits, right? Yeah. It does. Yep. Damage. Uh, please be like the guys in the other room. Is All right. Seven.
0: Uh, a Did seven. Did he die? Did he die? A seven is not enough. Nope. so um Um, you you knock an arrow you uh but i have two you do
1: bonus action was health potion i have two attacks Mm -hmm. um is booker the other can i use booker as the other you could use booker as the
0: other one if you wanted to yep
1: and booker can get to bright red correct wait who removed his brazier
0: uh dark blue
1: Uh, Dark blue is already pretty weak. So Booker is going to go after bright red. Okay. And attack bright red. With All his right. extra 1d4 now, correct? If he hits I'm sorry yes. that I moved both. I didn't That's okay. move both.
0: I took care of Booker. All right. So Booker is up next to him. Go ahead and uh, make your attack roll with your bite.
1: You get it.
0: Moving around so Come we, we
1: have no All right. On,
0: Booker.
1: 19. 19.
0: Hit. Yeah, excellent. Alright, roll your bite damage. Ten damage okay, is enough. Ten so ten damage Oh. Bo- so uh tell me how Booker kills this bright red quickling here.
1: So it's 80, it's like it's the size of a dragonfly? Or a little bit bigger? bigger
0: uh, like four or five inches, yeah. It was more he was flying around kind of looking like a dragonfly. So this okay, this Booker little bright red guy
1: was yeah, just- good. Booker just like bites him basically in the middle and just, just chomps, chomps him on right him out. until it breaks into two bits. Yeah.
2: Woo hoo! Uh,
0: so um, the little red quickling he breaks in half and and like this this bright red blood kind of flows out of him and it's all over Booker's face. Good. And uh, and he falls into the ground in two pieces. All right. And I believe that will be. The rest. I love it.
1: I love <laughs> the idea that Booker just looks so like terrifying
0: right now awesome all right up next uh so bright red is dead um so pale blue is up next so pale blue see oh, wait, wait just, can
1: i move behind something sure i guess it doesn't matter yep. with these guys they're so no, t- fast and tiny
0: they are very fast but being behind stuff is never a bad idea yeah um
1: like, i feel like cover would
0: be yeah so cover is a thing and actually i'm not sure that you we've probably talked about it but whatever so if you are behind full cover like let's say that you just dive behind one of these things you're going to have a plus five to your ac um because i'll consider that three quarters cover given the size and whatever else um so you could do half cover three quarters cover or full cover half cover is plus two ac uh three quarters is plus five and then full cover is they can't hit you um so, like, full cover would be, like, you're on the other side of the door, right? Does that make sense? Uh-huh. I'll help you with it at some point. Okay. All right, anyway, so so the pale blue guy is up next. So, he is uh, seeing what just happened to his little friend there. Um, He is going to, let's see, what is he going to do? I'm going to actually roll to see what he does here. Give me a sec.
1: Uh, Not kill me? That'd be good.
0: All right, actually, <laughs> with so he rolled a one. So, he's scared. Um, so he's actually gonna—he's gonna run over to the little bright red guy. Um, I'm gonna put Booker back where he. Oh, did you purposely move Booker over there?
1: No, it won't let me not move. Like
0: oh, when I move one, again. I move both. That's fine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So it, l-
0: the little uh, little blue guy—he runs over and he actually grabs um, using both of his arms. He grabs a uh, part like a leg and an arm from the little red guy, and he goes to pull him underneath um, this box here. So. Up next is the yellow quickling. So he is going to. Let's see. He is actually. Uh, I'm going to do the same thing for him. These guys have a very specific thing that happens after one of them dies. So, um, with a four, he is actually. I feel
1: bad. I know the other guy wanted me to save them, but.
0: That's okay. Hey, whatever. Um, I almost so died. He, so this guy is going to. He's going to run back into the far, far back corner where it's the darkest. And he's going to hide. Uh, Up next is the purple guy. Now, purple is going to wake up. And he is going to (laughs) lazily walk over to one of these other boxes. And he's going to look at you. And that's going to be the end of his turn. (laughs) Because it's way scarier that way. Dark blue... He was the one that um, landed on Booker's head originally, and then uh, kind of loosened his his stuff. So he's gonna run over. He's gonna attempt to take off another one of Booker's braces. So he's gonna run over. What a dick. He's gonna roll sleight of hand, which he has quite a quite a proficiency for. Oh boy, I rolled a nineteen too. So with a twenty-seven, he's oh, gonna dr-
1: freaking eh.
0: He's gonna drop another one of Booker's uh, braces, bracers, and he's actually going to hold onto it and attempt to drag it. So he's going to use half of his movement that he has left and he's going to drag it underneath one of these tables. All right. Up next is Tallin Creek.
1: What? Is so uh, guys, now not only he's like straight up stealing. Let's oh see. yeah.
0: So as a as a quick little recap of that of that round. So, bright red guy's dead. Pale blue guy grabbed a bright red guy and dragged him underneath one of the uh, the boxes. Yellow guy ran away and hid in the darkest area of this room. Purple guy woke up and very slowly for his for himself, although it's still faster than you can move, uh, got over and is staring at you, looking quite quite tired. And dark blue uh, stole another one of Booker's bracers, so Booker is still at just a, an additional plus one d6 for his magic, but he is down two bracers. Okay. All right, what are you doing?
1: So these are these mushrooms that are all around me. Mm-hmm. I don't recognize. They're Correct. not on my book.
0: No, right? they're not in your book.
1: <laughs> Can I eat one?
0: Absolutely. Uh, so the ones that are directly in front of you are blue. Um, but within arm's reach, I'd say you could either pick blue or yellow.
1: Uh, blue.
0: Alright, let's see. And you're going to eat one. Okay. So, let's see what that does for you.
1: Heads up, I would spit it out if it was bitter to begin with. <laughs> a good sign of poison.
0: Alright, so. Um... So, just just tell me this. Are you eating a pale blue one or a dark blue one?
1: No! <laughs> dark blue. Fuck you, Tar Heels.
0: Dark blue. Okay, so you take a bite of the dark blue one, and you feel yourself levitate up off the floor. You rise about a foot, you rise a couple feet, ultimately stopping somewhere around three to four feet off the ground. And Booker is looking up at you like, (laughs) meow! No! (laughs) But you you find that you find that you you are able to move levitating off the ground about four feet uh, at about the same rate that you could run just by thought so if you're like i want to go forward you're going to go forward left right whatever else so you are currently levitating okay. four feet off the floor i'll also oh, can i'll consider okay. that a f- i'll consider that a free action
1: Oh yes because
0: they're they're small the you just kind of grabbed it tossed it in your mouth and all of a sudden you're floating and yeah. you're like whoa
1: okay um so sorry, sorry. i'm looking around at where the yeah. everybody is but of course, their names are like overlapping and stuff. I
0: know, yeah. So, um, so the pale blue one is fine. underneath a thing, so it would be hard for you to see. The purple one is on top yeah. of a table, as well as the dark, uh, the dark blue one is on top of a table too. Uh no, I'm sorry, he's underneath oh, the table. Was... No, he's underneath the table. Yep. So it's basically oh, just well, the purple. Well, I'm one. gonna.
1: Yeah. I'm floating over to the purple. Oh, is the purple one that just woke up? Yes. I'm sorry, purple one oh uh do i have any control over my height in the air
0: yes yep so you can go let's say up to 10 feet high because this is not fly it's levitate. yep
1: but can i lower my like could i you could land on the purple one to kind of trap him so i'm not killing him but you're not validating him from joining the fight
0: I would let you roll an unarmed attack to see if you can catch him he's very quick and you are your normal speed so he will he'll do a um, actually yeah we'll just do unarmed if you want to do that to see if you can catch him
1: okay uh, oh, there so I you am.
0: have to roll a 16 or higher Ugh.
1: okay come.
0: 19 19 awesome all right so you uh you kind of float over and you're just like air swimming you know and then you you turn upside down and you you don't mind me he's he's still sleepy he didn't actually kind of see you coming he's like rubbing his eyes and all of a sudden you're holding him in your hand what are you doing
1: i'm tying him up because i have rope in my pack
0: you're tying them up. <laughs> I think we're we're stretching. Yeah, what you I, can I'm do with...
1: trying to save some of the quick lanes at least. Sure. I don't want to kill them all.
0: Alright, so you could tie I'll I'll give you that. You could tie them up with like a little piece of string or something that you have. Um because rope is gonna be way too way too cumbersome. Um too much but rope. that but that will be the entirety of your turn if you want to do that.
1: So Booker can't do anything?
0: Um You're doing a lot. So you ate a mushroom, you started flying, you moved over, you grabbed them. you're tying them up. That's a lot to do in six seconds.
1: I, but, like, I but floated. You did? Which was, you said it was a free, like, I ate, which was yep. a free action. Mm-hmm. And then I did my movement.
0: All right, sure. And then Go ahead. Book, Booker can do a thing. Action. That's fine. Yes.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, who is, who is the one that was nearby that was under? Was that dark blue?
0: It's uh, pale blue. It's just to the north. Pale
1: blue. Okay. Yep. Ah, that one. Is that also who stole his bracers
0: No, that was dark blue.
1: it's it dark blue? Dark- you know,
0: it's it's easy to keep all those okay. straight.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, I thought it was a blue. I I think in my head, I hate pale blue. Uh, okay, so Booker is is like, hey, you stole my shit, and runs after um. Dark blue. Okay. To try and grab him.
0: Sure. Uh, so go ahead and roll an attack.
2: Yes.
1: Okay. Come on, buddy. You got this, bull. You get it. Do Ooh, better than mama. Hits. Twenty.
0: All right. 20, Twenty will definitely hit. Um. So go ahead and roll damage.
1: Is he able to purposely not kill?
0: He he could do that he if he We only got like. seven. He does seven damage. So seven damage. Uh, so he had 10, 10 hit points total. So he is pretty low, but um, you also want to roll an additional one D six. You can tell me that you oh, want yeah. to make something um, non-lethal damage. You still have to bring them to zero, but the intent will not be to kill. It will be to make them unconscious. So if okay, that's what, you, if that's what you're trying to do on
1: purpose, yeah. non-lethal. Yeah. Got
0: it. All right. So roll an additional one D six and hope that you roll a three. You rolled a one. I roll a one. <laughs> All right. So he is, uh, he's down to two hit okay. points. Two points. All right. So okay. dark blue is, um, is he, he kind of, he's kind of flipping out a little bit and he says, shadows in the dark, whispers in our minds, we serve the spores, we obey.
1: coo for Cocoa Puffs. Were there any, there were no bioluminescent lights in here, correct?
0: Nothing in here. Nope. All
1: right. So anything just else? got bamboos by some spores uh no I all think right that, i think that's all i can do i, I think right. you I actually like, maybe even let me do a little more than we maybe,
0: maybe a little bit so. all right so oh pale blue God. has <laughs> sufficiently pulled uh the half bodies of the red underneath this thing and pale blue is not too happy with you right now um but i think what pale blue is gonna do is pale blue is gonna jump up on the on the thing and pale blue is going to look at you again and it's going to hold its fingers up to its temples and it's going to attempt to mind sliver you again. All right, let's see what happens. I so, knew I
1: hated pale blue for a reason.
0: You need to roll an intelligence saving throw, please. And I'll roll damage while you're doing it.
1: Boss that. says that every day. <laughs> well, it's <only> going <laughs> it's, it's
0: to do one one point of damage to you regardless. Um, but if you succeed on your oh, intelligence, save Viddel- me feel it Oh, which you did. So you actually ba, take ba, zero, ba. zero points of damage. Um, so I, I'm i not entirely sure how to narrate that but he's like, Bzz, and you're like, nah. So. <laughs> Alright. I'm, and then like, he I'm is, way too smart for that. You're actually going to see Pale Blue is going to run over to the wall and then he's going to disappear somewhere. Um, yellow is going to hang back again. Um, purple. Now Purple is pretty awake. Uh, he has been hurt. You attacked him. He's going to cast a sleep spell on you. Um, so the way that sleep works is I roll 5d8. And that's the total amount of hit points of creatures that it can affect. So let's just first off, we're, we'll roll 5d8. So I'm going to roll... Come on. Woohoo, that's a lot of dice. I like it. So up to 22 points of damage i can put to sleep uh which is not going to be both of you so he's going to aim for booker he's going to put booker to sleep and that will be that will be it so booker is currently asleep
1: oh good joke
0: all right um so on his turn he'll he'll need to i think roll something which i'll look up real quick in order to wake up okay okay uh and then up next is dark blue and Dark Blue, guess what Dark Blue is going to do? He's going to run around behind yeah, Booker jerk. and start going for the back of his uh, legs. He's going to hey. roll sleight of hand. Hey, Dark Blue, he
1: always rolls really well. 16.
0: S- 16. What is Booker's? Um...
2: 15.
0: Uh, well, I'm, I'm actually going to roll his perception here because it's close enough. Uh, so oh, Booker, okay. Booker sees him coming and he oh. he ki- he kind of... Uh, actually, no, Booker's asleep. I'm sorry. No. So so he he totally he takes off a third one of his his bracers so Booker no longer has the additional damage from his attack. Alright and that will be the end of Dark Blue. He's actually going to run over to the wall as well and he's going to go disappear. Um, You see them actually uh, he's close enough to you and you're kind of watching him. He's disappearing into this little hole in the wall. Uh, So the only one left right now is Purple who is right in front of you. Um, And it's your turn. Um and Booker is asleep. Is purple the so, one
1: that I tied up?
0: Uh purple is the one. I mean, I get one... that he
1: could do the sleep thing while I'm You are asleep, you are correct. He up. is the
0: one that you tied up. Yep. So he he did the sleep thing, but you're right. He can't run, he can't really do much of anything.
1: Okay, I don't want him to put me to sleep. So, <laughs> can I use uh one of my attacks to knock him out just like bop yeah. him on the head?
0: You know what? He's tied up and you've, you're pretty much holding him. I don't even think you have to roll for it. So you knock him out.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah. I'm going to knock you... him out so he doesn't knock me out.
0: Sure. And then you uh, kind of shake Booker awake. You know, at this point you're out of combat and um, easy enough okay. to, to wake Booker up. But you are okay. obviously quite hurt.
1: Yeah, I'm not feeling great. Um. Okay. So Pale Blue had a mind silver. Purple had this sleeping thing and when i did the blue mushroom i floated up what did dark blue do oh dark blue stole everything so it had nothing to do with floating but maybe one of these others so dark
0: dark blue was flying at one point so you ate the dark blue mushroom
1: yeah and i Mm -hmm. floated oh dark blue was flying at one point
0: yeah so you didn't see what yellow really did. Um, pale blue was using like some psychic attack on you. Bright red, yeah. blue, um, blue, fire at you. Uh, purple, put you to sleep. Um, dark blue was flying, and then that was it. Uh
1: okay, I'm scared. For- <laughs> So I'm looking around at the mushrooms that are all around me. hmm Um, pale blue to the mind sliver. I'm like, what's most likely to heal me? Uh, I'm like, could sleep be taken as like rest and therefore healing? Should I look for a purple mushroom?
0: <laughs> why don't you, you do this? Why don't, why don't you mushroom? roll a roll a nature check for me? Let's see what you see about these okay. mushrooms in the room.
2: Mm,
1: hmm can i do a risky whiskey i really want just like yeah to know something okay i think this is old elk that i'm finishing
0: you say old milk (laughs) i know you said old old mill
2: oh she's dying
0: i i purposely Uh -uh. was like i i hope i can make her laugh (laughs) while she's chugging it because i was like please come up the nose that'd be
1: (laughs) (laughs) that used to happen to me all the time as a kid old, old elk. milk it was old. Oh, oh. Old elk.
0: okay yeah
1: <laughs> oh my gosh
0: all right so um, with, with your nine uh you're kind of oh that's right you got a risky whiskey go for it
1: so no, nature, I get to go again nature check please be better
0: it is better yes
1: 14
0: all right with a 14 um so would i would say nine. you're able to um while you're while you're looking around at all of these mushrooms you're you're putting together a little bit of a story here and you're seeing some bites taken out of things and you're you're definitely putting together the fact that each one of these quicklings had been eating a similar colored mushroom and it's what was giving them their powers um so because you rolled fairly well on that i'm actually going to uh give you some more information here so there is a journal entry that i've just thrown up on the screen um it should show up in your uh, in your journal area. But the idea is this now shows you pretty much everything about these magical mushrooms. Um, it shows you the name of them and what they do.
1: Any so, chance you can do your magic to make this not dark mode?
0: Uh, yes, probably. Let's see. <laughs> Does that do anything?
1: Uh, no.
0: No. All right, well, that's Actually, fine. I, I think it made it worse. That's okay. I'll, t- I'll tell it because there's an audience who's listening to us. So um, I'll make this fairly quick. So glowing gill mushroom basically gives you night vision. Mind's eye will uh, enhance one's psychic abilities, allowing them to read minds or see glimpses of the future. Ember blooms are... Um, they can be used as a fire starter or added to cooking to give a smoky flavor. Uh, those, are, those are a little bit less magical, um, but they will what's the word spontaneously combust so if you don't have any other way of making a fire you can use those Um, the dream weavers will uh, allow you to induce vivid and lucid dreams allowing you to explore your own subconscious stardust will let you fly short distances and the fire cap um, which are very rare when eaten they will allow you to breathe a stream of fire out of your mouth doing 2d10 fire damage against a deck save so there's there's six kinds of mushrooms here and each one uh, you would know just from having been in the city before these cost quite a bit of money
1: oh she failed to mention so like I mean the other ones have been eating so I could like grab a bit of some of these mushrooms you certainly could and he probably wouldn't notice I blame it on the others. Uh, so Talon just like tiredly because she's down to freaking <laughs> what? 13. Uh, runs around grabbing bits of of shrooms. Sure.
0: Uh, so I'd like you to roll me a d6.
1: Okay. So these guys have been eating random things.
0: Actually, I'm sorry. Roll a d12, uh, please. Roll I'm a good. d12. Not a d6
1: yes so these
0: quicklings were you've been able to figure out that they they're like these little bites taken out of them and stuff so they're they've been running around they've been eating these um i just keep
1: clicking on things until it says there it is okay (laughs) so all right so with
0: with a four so you're only able to harvest four of these mushrooms and I'll um, just for the sake okay. of time, I'll let you kind of decide on those later. Which which of those four? Okay. And in what capacity? Okay. Like, if you'd like to take four fire caps, you sure certainly could. But you'll be able to harvest yeah. successfully four of them. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, these guys have been eating this stuff, but that doesn't really explain the whole presence of the violent fungus.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh. Presumably. Well, I guess I could just go (laughs) back and... Okay, well, first I'm going to look around this room and see if there's, like, maybe a key to that other room. Sure. If not, I might go back to the front and ask,
2: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, what's his face?
0: So, you look around the room for a little while, and you actually don't find a key. Until you go to leave the room. As you go to leave the room, you actually note that there is a key hanging on the wall just on the other side of this door. Um, like right about here. Ugh,
1: see? You made me walk all the way into the room. Apparently
0: <laughs> I <don't really> remember.
1: <laughs> see? I could have avoided all this bullshit.
0: You could have. Alright, so so you uh whoops, I just deleted you. Um so you grab the key, presumably, and head back out to the three way intersection.
1: Yep. Mm. So I have not a lot of health. Booker's doing better than I am. Okay, Mm -hmm. but I've got this key. I'm going to try it out on that iron door, uh, see if it opens it, and peer in.
0: It sure does. Uh, So you put the key in, you unlock the door, and then you open it up, and inside this room, it's very dark. What you see are red and blue mushrooms kind of scattered about as well as some of these purple vines uh, along the floor.
2: Okay.
1: Um, okay. Well, I start creeping my way in along with Booker. Sure. All right.
0: Uh, so you walk in. Uh, you walk into the room. Yep. And let me just kind of do this for you. So as you walk in, you're you're very careful this time uh to avoid any of these mushrooms um unless you're not in which case tell me
1: no i absolutely am all
0: right so let's roll another acrobatics check for for me just to see how you do on this corridor here <laughs> and just Dead. roll it for yourself
1: okay come on Talon. Ooh, sweet much better. 18
0: Excellent. All right, so you definitely weave in and out of these mushrooms and as you're getting closer, you see it goes from red and blue. Now there's some purple and some green. And these mushrooms are getting more and more dense and slightly larger the further into this room that you go. Um, You're walking down the hallway, you're walking, you're walking, and you come to another stone door that is closed.
1: Uh I try to open it and peer in.
0: Sure. Uh so you open it up and you see that there's a there's like a uh intersection directly in front of you there's there's a, a cave wall and the path seems to go to the left and to the right. But to the right you're seeing kind of a a shimmering purple glow.
1: Oh okay. I sneak my way over to the right Booker is in front of me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so Booker is leading the way, and you are walking (gasps) closer, and you see these...
1: Did I pick up did uh, the other guy leave his bracers hanging around, or did he run off with the bracers?
0: Uh, he did not run away with them, and I'll say that you picked him up off the ground. It was mostly just to inconvenience you during the fight. So you were able to reattach them okay. to Booker's legs and everything. So okay, he's, cool, 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 cool. he's good to go, but good call, because had you not remembered, I might have said something. So, um, oh, God. Okay, so in front of you, you see... What you can only describe uh, the I believe the color would be referred to as octarine, and octarine is the color of magic. It's like a purplish hue. These giant fungus are growing from the ground, and they're growing almost up to the to the ceiling of the cave, which is about 15 feet tall. They're all different sizes, small to gigantic, and there is a a very visible glow, but also almost a like a wave of of magic around them almost like you're looking at a really hot road on a sunny day and there's there's a shimmer to it
1: yeah yeah
0: so uh this is what is in front of you and you hear like a little like a almost like a chime it's like a ding kind of coming from inside of the the mushrooms but it doesn't stop it continuously goes
1: okay All weird um, this is crazy like music going on, and these things came out of nowhere. So, and based on my that book, this is the violet, violet. These are if violent? these violet, if they, fungus. <laughs>
0: maybe violent. I'm not sure, but if
2: these if <laughs> oh, these are
0: bad. if these are the violet fungus, they are nothing like what you saw in the picture. But what you do see is that the oh. roots are much thicker towards the base of these fungus. However, they're also all over the floor, even to the point where you're standing right near them and they're not doing anything. They're not reacting to you at all.
1: Why are they so chill? And according to my, like, that book, I would expect that they'd be reacting, because they're supposed to
0: they be were violent, like, fungus.
1: violent, aggressive, if it was violent. violent not violet violet fungus (laughs) um interesting so maybe it's because of all these other things that he's growing are they like multicolored these mushrooms
0: they are kind of hues of both a like a navy blue to a violet purple and everything in between
1: okay okay um uh, okay, so I'm gonna use Beast Sense mm-hmm. to send Booker closer to sure. like sniff it and look up closer and see what's going on, only because I am not feeling great.
0: <laughs> Sounds good. All right, so you cast Beast Sense, which I believe this is the first time that you've done this on the on the show. This is the first so, time, yeah. For anybody listening, so you touch a willing beast, and you can basically see through their eyes, hear through their ears, whatever else senses they have. You now take on those. However, your your body um, is mostly like comatose. You're you're not unconscious, but you can't move. You can't do anything. You're just kind of standing there, or possibly sitting. Um, all right, so you are now seeing through Booker's eyes. Your Sweet. your hips are a little itchy, and your tongue is dry. But uh, aside from that, you are aware of many more smells and many more things around you.
1: Did you say my hips are itchy? Yeah,
0: like, you know, you got a to scratch, like, yeah. Oh, I, I, my I, hips I meant to... It. I meant to say your ribs, but you know, I also am drinking whiskey. (laughs)
1: I'm like, as a woman, that is the weirdest thing ever. (laughs) Your hips are itchy. (laughs) (laughs) What?
2: (laughs) Why?
0: Your your hips don't lie. (laughs) Shakira. (laughs) The hips don't lie. They're itchy. (laughs) Your ribs are itchy. Okay. So anyway, so okay, so that
1: makes more sense.
0: So Booker Booker kind of starts padding a little bit over towards the the fungus. But yes. what would you like to do with him?
1: So he is.
0: That's fine. Basically, your, going
1: closer yeah. again. That's yeah. fine. Don't
0: worry about it. Yeah.
1: Uh, so he's going closer and sniffing out the fungus, and you know, relaying what he's sensing about it. And if okay. there's any, also if any of the vines are like starting to move because he's sure. gotten closer. So as Booker
0: gets closer, I would actually even say just based off his being with you for so long and the things that he's experienced, you're starting to feel like Booker's, Booker's hair is kind of standing on end. There's something that's bothering him, but he's not scared. He's more just uncomfortable. Like there's like an unknown here that's really kind of honestly, it's freaking him out a little bit. Um, Nothing is happening with the vines on the ground in fact they're completely uh, motionless as one would expect from vines but they're not as wet as they were out in the hallway almost like these are turning into like almost like tree roots where there's bark on them rather than then like a malleable thing trying to find its next source of, of food. And as Booker gets closer, a couple of these fanned, uh, very flat uh, fungus up at the top, they shudder a little bit. And these little bits of pollen fall down over the top of Booker. And as this happens, several more of them shudder a little bit. And these little pollen things kind of fill the room. I'd like you to make a constitution saving throw, please.
1: Okay. Come on, buddy.
0: This is on you, not on him.
1: Oh, my bad.
0: That's okay. I, did I mean, on him, so that doesn't so, count, right? That's that's okay. Uh, Booker's. It'll be fine. Go ahead and roll your own. Yes. Okay.
1: Eleven.
0: Uh, All right. So Booker rolled a five, and you rolled an eleven, and you feel yourself getting yeah. really, really tired, and Uh-oh. you just start. You like. You kind of snap back out of booker's mind and you you find yourself sitting down on the ground and you lean back up against this cave that's right next to you and you close your eyes and you fall asleep and as you do you wake up and you're sitting in your house with your husband uh spose and you're both sitting in Your favorite chair is within your house. You're in front of a fireplace and there's a little baby booker sitting on a bearskin rug in front of the fireplace and he's chewing on a bone. And because Oh, this
2: is so sad.
0: Everybody has to. I have to show you the picture of Baby Booker.
2: <gasps> oh my god, do we get a baby booker? <laughs> Look at him.
1: <laughs> he's so cute. That's ridiculous. Okay, that so happy. <laughs>
0: so baby booker is just gently gnawing on a bone and you and you and your husband are are both reading a book uh you probably research i'm not sure what he'd be reading but he's he's equally into it and you're you're both happy and everything is just wonderful and as you're as you're sitting here you're you're a bit younger and uh obviously booker is as well and you just kind of exist in this moment for a little while then you kind of blink a little too long and you find yourself again in your home except it's a little different this time sorry your home is completely engulfed in fire and you find yourself laying on your bed and you're you're just waking up but It's so much, there's so much smoke in the air that you can't see, you can't breathe, you can't do anything. And Booker is at the side of your bed and he's tugging at your arm. And you find that you can't see through the tears, kind of like the smoke is just so thick. But Booker is holding onto your arm and he's helping you to crawl through the fire and out the door. And I'd like you to make me a constitution saving throw.
1: Okay, uh, I'm so involved in this. Uh, can I just roll it? Because, yeah, go ahead, just roll it, roll
2: anything. a d20. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yep,
1: yeah.
2: um,
1: okay, we're using like my favorite freaking yeah. dice.
0: Roll a d20 and add a one to it.
1: We have 18, 18, so, like 17 plus one.
0: So, yeah. 18. so you start coughing a little bit, but Booker grabs you a little tighter and he pulls you hard. He's very strong, and he's a little older than he was in the, in the last scene, but he's very strong, even for a puppy. And he pulls you, and you make it into the next room. And you see those two chairs, they're, they're on fire, and they're burning. And the bearskin rug is burning, and all of your books are burning. What would you like to do?
1: Uh, where's the door, I guess?
0: so the door is just to your south so he pulled you out of your bedroom and he's heading you towards the front door which is a long hallway just to the south
1: okay and in relation to me
0: about 10 feet the away books
1: are
0: oh the books they're probably about what, 25 where? feet away they're they're on the back wall
1: oh okay so i'd have to go backwards to grab a book and then come back forwards correct kind of thing. okay uh, so I'm kind of like just following along with Booker, but I'm yelling out Sposé. I'm, I'm yelling out for my husband and trying to figure out where he is.
0: All right. So, uh, you hear nothing and it, it occurs to you that Sposé is not here anymore. He's been dead for a while. Yeah. Booker drags you. Up to the door but he can't open it open it himself so you reach up you feel around for the knob and you open the door and he drags you out into the hall which luckily is mostly not on fire but little booker he's just breathed in too much smoke and he lays down on the ground Ah. and starts panting
1: no okay uh do i have any fabric or water that i could like wet Mm -hmm. fabric over his nose
0: sure uh so okay, you yeah. were you were in bed um so you're wearing whatever you would wear for for clothes to bed uh but aside from that yep. no water just just cloth
1: no water okay so we're ducked down mm-hmm. we're in the hallway now that goes towards the sorry towards. like boundaries just being no it's jerk, okay so
0: yeah so uh so you're um, in the you're in the main hallway and you know that at this point you've you've got about 30 feet to crawl if I just but, but you could make it to the front door but Booker, like I said, is laying on the ground, panting heavily and, and sneezing and coughing.
1: Can I make like can I still make it to the front door if I pick him up? And like but like low crawl below the smoke to try and
0: roll me a constitution saving throw. Uh
1: okay. Again, foundry being a jerk, so
0: Oh, that's fine. Just roll your I'm dice. Just...
1: D twenty? Okay. Yeah, yep. Uh... You're not going to believe me, but it's again a 17.
0: That's fine. That I rolled I last you. time. Yeah. So. All right. So so you uh, you scoop Booker up. You kind of wrap him in, in a, a bit of your, your shirt. And uh, and you start crawling forward towards the front door. And you make it out the front door. Um, outside. And you notice that the there's a gigantic tree to the side of your house that you and... You remember, actually, you and your husband planted when you first moved in. And it's completely engulfed in flames. And you're able to get away from the house and you make it, you know, 50, 100 feet away and you turn around and you see this home that you and your husband built together and lived in completely engulfed in flames. All of your research, all of your books, all of your everything completely burned. But you have Booker. This
1: is so sad. (laughs) You blink again. I've already lost my husband.
0: You blink again. And you find yourself waking up within the cave however about the at, cave already. <laughs> <laughs> at this point <laughs> you sense that there's somebody else in the room with you somebody very powerful you can feel this essence of just something divine and you see uh, an elven woman very skinny tall wearing furs with a, a bow cross across her chest and a quiver of arrows across her back. Next to her is a fox a red fox much larger than a typical fox and it's sitting by her side kind of panting and looking at both you and Booker. As you look over at Booker you realize that whether he had the same vision or dream as you did whatever was in his mind scared him and made him sad as well. And this elvish woman walks up to you and she introduces herself. And she says, Talon Creek, I am Dilla, goddess of the hunt. You and your companion Booker here have proven your bravery and your companionship. And I would like to give you a boon. And she hands you an amulet and she says this is something very special i'd like you to wear this will allow you to take better care of your of your of your partner booker at any time if you'd like to you can you can speak a word of your choosing and booker will enter the amulet and be safe as long as it's around your neck just know this amulet can be destroyed if he's in it well it is he will also be destroyed if booker is knocked unconscious and he's within a close distance to you he will enter the amulet and stay there unconscious but alive i would like you to take this (laughs) i would like you to take this amulet and wear it in the name of dilla the goddess of the hunt
1: goddess i am absolutely honored i cannot tell you what this amulet means to me and booker we will wear it in your honor forever
0: excellent this will not be the last time that we meet talon creek and then she uh she walks kind of back into the cave around the corner and as you would expect completely disappears
1: of course disappears (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Everybody disappears in these caves.
0: <laughs> so you are still within this cave, surrounded by these glowing purple uh, violet fungus here. What would you like to do?
1: Um what do I have I mean like the kobolds didn't die. Uh, so much of me just wants to eat The ones that you killed? I'm just like, I just want to, I just want to, well, no, the other one. The ones have just been here, out and about. Oh, yeah, the quicklings. My bad. That's okay. The quicklings. I just want to eat one. You want to eat a
0: fungus? It's part of the fungus?
1: Yeah. It's up to you. But that's a really stupid thing that I feel like Talon would not do. But also, she's very emotional right now. And uh actually, okay. She puts on her amulet. Mm-hmm. A. Um gives Book a big hug and then Booker takes a bite of it. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Violet funga.
0: All right, roll me a D6. Oh
2: scared.
1: Okay. It is a four.
0: All right. Nothing happens.
1: Nothing happens when he bites
0: it. At least not immediately. Nothing that you see. I mean, he took a bite. He swallowed it. No effect.
1: Okay. So at least apparently doesn't appear to be like fatal to mammals in general. Talon is like in a way weaker state right now. But she goes ahead and also eats it because maybe it does something different for humans.
0: All right, uh, roll me a d6, please.
1: Hey. A six.
0: Okay. Uh, same same effect. Uh, you take a bite of this. It tastes really spongy. It's uh, it's kind of bland. Um, and and as you take a bite of it, you you do kind of feel this immense sadness, but you can't tell if that's from the fungus or from what you just saw. Overall, you're oh, feeling pretty. Pretty down.
1: Does this look like the dream weavers that were in the other room, just bigger?
0: No, um, they're oh. they're quite a bit different. Think like uh, I think was it called an elephant ear, like the ones that grow on the side of a tree, similar to that, except uh, with a full stem.
1: Okay, okay. I was just thinking, maybe I went into this whole dream state and everything. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Well, there is a whole area that I have not explored over here.
2: Hmm.
0: Well, so you look over there. There's really nothing over there. Um, at least not that you can see. Nothing. It's, okay. Yeah, it's just yeah. extra cave. Although you do notice that the uh, the goddess is long gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's out. Mm-hmm. Goddess of the hunter. Goddess of the hunter. Is that what it was called?
0: Uh, um, what did I say? Then? The goddess of the goddess of the hunt.
1: Goddess of the hunt. That makes yep. more sense. So
0: it's Dilla. D-Y-L-A. Dilla goddess of the hunt.
1: Got it. I wrote her name down, but <laughs> um, uh, What do I want to do? What do I want to do? Can I do... No, none of those make sense. This thing. Could I do an an Okay, let me take all of this into context. Mm-hmm. Quicklings, obviously, ate different things, gave them different skills, But to begin with, violent fungus is, is coming up and making the quicklings act abnormal to begin. Oh, but so we're seeing these vines. They are thicker, closer to the these bioluminescent yes. fungi. They appear to be attached to these bioluminescent fungi?
0: Definitely. Yeah, like th- okay. those those what? purple vines are almost undoubtedly coming from whatever is producing these this fungus. Whether it's coming from somewhere else or coming directly from here, they're they're very clearly related.
1: Okay. It's gonna be a double thing of probably stupid. But uh like tall just like oh i'm gonna take a specimen sort of deal i'm not mm-hmm. really meaning to attack the thing sure so it's gonna cut off a piece of vine
0: so i just realized something and I'm, I'm wondering what you think your status is so don't read into this it's more that i realized that we forgot about it so while you were fighting the quicklings at one point or another you were still holding your torch but you would have had to drop it in order to fire your bow or whatever else as you're walking through this cave would you have lit another torch
1: I guess it would depend because I currently still have my goggles on. Correct. So I think it would just depend on the amount of vision those goggles gave me. I have terrible vision mm-hmm. in real life. So <laughs> personal me is like, yes, because anything yeah. that would help my vision would be great.
0: Yeah. So so for the moment, uh, I'll just assume that you do not have a torch out. It wouldn't have affected anything other than just you know how okay. you would have seen. Um, this is what your vision looks like right now. So it's mostly dark, but the dancing purple magical lights okay Mm -hmm.
1: uh but i could still see the vines to cut off totally
0: yep so are you taking a vine or are you taking part of the fungus
1: uh well i took a part of the fungus when we both ate it
0: correct you ate the fungus but you said you were taking a specimen i'm just asking what you're grabbing
1: yeah 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 but well, I think when I took the specimen for to eat some, I already, I also took some, you know, to go. Like, that I can okay. do little drops of and stuff. And <laughs>
0: okay, well so so later. you're going to be leaving here with a specimen of both the, the top and the, the root?
1: If I survive, yes. <laughs> sure. That's the um, hope.
0: So, uh, as you cut away some of this uh, mushroom... Some of those like spores start falling again, but you notice that they don't really have the same reaction uh, this time. In fact, you, you don't feel tired, you don't feel anything. Um, so you take some of the root and you say take some of the top, uneventfully, uh, but you stash it away inside your bag.
1: Okay, so when I had a torch lit and I took some and spores fell, it made me sleepy?
0: It had nothing to do with the torch.
1: Oh, okay, just checking. <laughs> That's best man, no problem.
0: <laughs> you are such a scientist.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> I love that. Yeah.
1: I really am.
0: What's the different uh, factor? Okay. Oh, the part that Bill forgot <laughs> that you were Bill forgot you were holding a torch. That was the differing factor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. Like, did that affect Okay, like literally the difference between one centrifuge and the other centrifuge just changed? <laughs> what are, like, are you the doing in the cave of the mushrooms?
0: Time. What are you doing in the mushroom cave? What channel. are you doing? <laughs> Where are you going? What are you doing? Well,
1: I've now eaten it, I've cut it, and nothing's happened. Correct. Like, I feel like I'm going to go back and ask Grumble do, do sh- sure. what he's doing with these shrooms.
0: Okay. All right, so if that's your intent, I can drag you all the way back there just to save some time. Okay, um, yeah. All yeah. right, so you head back out of the, uh, the cave here, and you're heading, you know, whatever, along the... Along the route it's taking a little bit of time, probably taking you about five five, ten minutes or so to get all the way back out to the front. And as you do, you see uh Grumble <gasps> Wart is what?
1: Oh, oh okay. never mind. Uh, sorry
0: I, maybe i'm i'm a little too cliche with my saying you see but that's just a, the only way to say it anyway that no, was Wart- more
1: than five or ten minutes and i'm like the mushrooms are having their effects <laughs>
0: <laughs> no the, so Gr- grumblewort stonebeard is he was waiting by that that stone door kind of just like like playing with his fingers like cracking his knuckles just very nervous and uh he sees you come out he goes like talin
1: i how did it go what okay, did you so see? A your, your uh quicklings are oh I'm confused. I wrote half lane instead of quick lane, and that's what keeps <laughs> confusing me. That's I'm Like, okay. why am yes. I killing myself? So your quicklings are eating your shrooms and getting special powers. But uh. also in one of your rooms, you've got this crazy purple what? V- bioluminescent shroom but it's not aggressive like you would expect of a violet violet fungus from the umber dark <laughs> are you purposely growing that in that uh,
0: way? I did not grow that that shouldn't be there uh but that would explain what's going on in the shimmering caverns too um okay uh Talin, thank you very much for your help uh I will deal with the quicklings. I've told them many times, don't get high on your own supply. But uh, apparently they're not, they don't want to listen. Uh, I could deal with them. But the purple fungus, we're going to have to get the iron, heart, uh, iron hearts over here to, to, to deal with that. Uh, I'm very, very nervous about what this means for the underdark though. but uh needless to say uh I, I, you deserve a reward um i do need the goggles back because i use those but i do have this for you and he hands you a bag with a hundred gold in it um oh, and he says yeah. you you've done me a great service uh also i'd like to give you some of these uh some of the mushrooms that you saw if you'd like um i can give you please,
2: please.
0: i have uh, one fire cap and one dreamweaver that you can you can take and he gives you another bag with with a couple of mushrooms in it
1: Woo-hoo. um what do you mean wait, wait 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 though what do you mean about what's going on in the shimmering caverns what do you mean this explains what's going on in the shimmering i just like risked my life and literally almost died
0: yeah i can see you
1: look a what? little little bit be- you know what actually all
0: right so here's here's what we could do I. Right. I can't tell you about the Shimmering Caverns, I just can't, but tell you what, um, and he he goes back over to his room, and he he writes on a little piece of paper, and he hands it to you, and he says, take this over to uh, the the Shimmering Anvil, uh, over in the the Silverhammer Clan's area, and uh, tell tell them that Grumblewort sent you. And uh, tell him that I'll have his delivery for him in a couple of days. But meanwhile, uh, ask him if he can give you a good deal on a new set of armor. Because yours is looking pretty beat up at the moment.
1: That's fair. This armor is pretty
0: fucked up. Yeah, it looks like you got stabbed there a few times.
1: Oh, I've been stabbed. (laughs)
0: Uh, and all uh, right you got a little right, blo- you got a little know. blood coming out of your nose that you might want to deal with that he gives you like a really dirty handkerchief <laughs>
1: <laughs> look it's been really dry okay you said <laughs> the iron hearts you're gonna have to call in the iron hearts for help
0: yeah they, they're usually they deal with things like this so all
1: right, all right. Just uh, making sure i got all my notes right well uh grumble wart I do appreciate the help with the new armor, so, uh, you're welcome, I guess. Yeah, I well, you. won't tell you. me anything that I really want to know, so, Well, you know, there's, there's certain
0: trade secrets, I, I appreciate the help, uh, if, if I need some more help, I'll be sure to look you up, but, uh, you know, 100 gold and a pair of set of armor is pretty good deal for a little bit of secrets. It is
1: pretty... That is a pretty darn good deal. But when you're like a freaking researcher, you just want answers. <laughs> well, you can't help but be grumpy, especially I'll, when you're down to six health or whatever. <laughs> how, how about
0: this? Can you make a persuasion roll for me?
1: Ooh, okay. Persuasion, uh, come on. Oh, shit. I always forget. I have a, why do I have a negative one charisma? <laughs> Oh, that would be a four, so... Uh, oh, by, by,
0: by the, the way, <laughs> speaking of research, I believe you have my book. You should, uh, can I have that back, please?
1: Are you kidding? I don't even get to keep the book? It's my book! I need that, It's. it's got all the things. I need my book back, please. Do you know where I could get another copy of this book?
0: Uh, the Platinum Weave has a has a library. Um, I imagine that they might have some, some for sale, or, or you could at least read through it.
1: <sighs> I do avoid libraries nowadays, but okay. Platinum Weave. I'm going to pick up this book. I think it's shady that you want this book back, so here's your freaking book.
0: So you, you look at the, the title like of the book, book as you're handing, a, handing it back, and it says The Veiled Depths.
1: Ooh, good title. Thank you. <laughs> I, like I like it. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. All right.
2: All right.
1: I, I basically like give him the peace sign, and I'm out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Me and
1: Booker. Oh, I put Booker's yes. top hat back on, though.
0: Oh, of course you do. No, yes, means, of course you do. Uh, yeah. So uh, he he uh, he says, "Well, thank you so much, Tallinn. I hope to see you again. Hopefully, not too soon." But uh at least I know I can always depend on you. And uh All right.
1: Tom's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I got to go get a beer." <laughs>
0: All right. So, um a couple of quick things. So this is kind of the end of the episode, but uh for the sake of just kind of time on the stream and such, um we will discuss offline about your armor and kind of go deal with that as well as um we'll figure out kind of how you get back over to your group, uh, in a time sensitive manner while they're, you know, not, so that they haven't already planned everything without you.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. So, um, good. yeah, but, uh, everybody, thank you so much for joining us here on this little interlude. This is super fun. Thank you, Adriana. Uh,
1: this, this was are super fun.
0: I liked beating you up. It was it was good to stab you multiple times.
1: You always like beating I'm definitely the new Alessio. Like.
0: <laughs> it's just whoever's in my sight at the moment.
1: I'm always like near death. At least Booker was fairly safe as go. So yes. I'm so freaking excited though about the new amulet. So oh, yeah. It's, a, I have it's no a good complaints. One. And the whole the whole sweet moment back of the house. Ah, that was killing. That was killing <laughs> Thank you
0: awesome well i hope everybody enjoyed tonight's episode uh, i definitely enjoyed running it and adriana you're awesome as always and um we will see you adriana you're not going to be with us on monday but the rest of the group will be where we're planning a heist and then um we'll see you the following week
1: yep all right i hope if you enjoyed your... the thunderstorms and glacier so yeehaw all right
0: well i hope you have an awesome <laughs> time <laughs> all right goodbye everybody <laughs> cheers bye everybody Thank you for joining us here on Dungeons & Drams. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review on your podcast host of choice. And be sure to check the description for a link to our Discord server, YouTube channel, Patreon, and links to our individual places on the internet. Come back next week for more adventures in the lands of Domitium. Cheers.